0: This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part.
1: And thank you very much and good morning everybody. And welcome to our show. Welcome to Monday. It is March the 28th. Buzz Adams Morning Show for the next four hours. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, I'm glad I didn't turn off the Oscars and go to bed when I originally intended to.
2: Me too!
1: I would have missed the <laughs> slap heard around the world. And I'm trying to figure out, did he catch him in the face? Did he catch him in the arm? Like have I, you n-
2: seen the slow-mos? No. Oh, it's great.
1: I mean, I re-watched it. We're talking about it. The Academy Awards <laughs> yesterday, Will Smith came out of the audience and assaulted Chris Rock over a comment or joke that he had made which did not seem all that bad about Jada. Has every you think everybody's heard about this now?
2: I think so, yes. Okay immediately I ran to Twitter to see what happened.
1: It probably it, didn't take long, did it.
2: It did not because do you know what, know what the trending hashtag was seconds after? The hashtag was uh, We don't what? talk about Jada? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was, what is happening? Because I guess a lot of people's TVs were muted. You know, it was censored. Oh, yeah, that stuff. was
1: really weird. It seemed like, you know, it seemed like a long time, but I'll bet you mm-hmm. it was the mute. The sound was muted for 45 seconds at least.
2: Yeah, it was quite a while.
1: Uh, so, what have you heard the... The unedited audio? I have. Yeah. 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 So he's... It was a joke that it seemed like Will Smith laughed at at it first. He
2: was totally laughing at it because I thought Jada made a face. Yeah.
1: And I think... I mean, who knows? I'm not going to try and figure out what was going through Will. Oh, and they couldn't kick him out because he was still nominated for Best Actor. Which had what? not been announced yet and he won
2: and then he won so it. Will
1: Smith won best actor and he apologized but not to Chris Rock <clears throat> excuse me um so there are a lot of different angles you could take to go at this uh is this an assault should the police uh, the police say that that Chris Rock declined to press charges right. Uh, was this an overreaction? Is this what men are supposed to do if a, if somebody make you know makes a comment about your wife? I mean, was it even that mean of a comment?
2: Okay, everyone's saying it was really mean because Jada has spoken out about her struggle struggle with alopecia. Um, so the so he was making thing. fun
1: of the comment was I'm looking forward to Gi G. Jane too. And a lot of people were saying, well, that joke was probably written for him. I don't think so. I think that was from the hip.
2: Chris <laughs> Rock came out. I was excited because his the first remarks out of him were, we're all just raw dog in the air. Nobody's wearing a mask. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, ooh, this is interesting. I'm not going to bed yet.
1: Anyway, uh, Will Smith came on stage. And so in the slow-mo, does it look like he, he slapped him in the...
2: In the face. It, it
1: was in the face. In the face. Oh, I thought maybe he caught him in the shoulder real hard or no, something with
2: the face.
1: Then kudos to Chris Rock for being able to continue and also for not rubbing your face cuz that must have been almost right. impossible to do. Yeah, uh, can
2: we talk about how he handled it and just continued on presenting the award?
1: Yeah, uh he took a pretty big shot there. From it didn't look like Will Smith was holding anything back and he Somehow got back on track right. and picked up what he was doing and didn't cry. I don't know if you've ever been hit really hard in the face, but sometimes it'll make you so emotional, like you'll tear up.
2: Hell yeah. And
1: he didn't do any of that. So I, I guess I'm team Chris Rock this morning.
2: I'm Pending further Chris.
1: information, I think I'm just fully team team Chris.
2: I totally am.
1: Are you? Yeah. Un. Called for. Are there some people saying though that Will Smith was right in defending? Oh yeah, his there's wife's a lot honor. of people
2: who are saying that he was in the right to defend Jada's honor. It was a a joke that was in bad taste because she has been open about her struggle with uh, alopecia. So a lot of people are very much team Will, and I would be too if he had taken it backstage.
1: If he and had not
2: a... like right in front of everybody in the middle of Chris Rock presenting award for best documentary. Which I think none of us will uh, caught who won.
1: Uh, yeah, Summer he was doing Soul. documentary.
2: <laughs> By the way, it was Summer, Summer of Soul, Soul.
1: and then Questlove, Questlove had to get up and follow that. So right. I guess props to Questlove, right, for keeping it about you know his his uh, movie. Mm-hmm. You know, because that would have been really easy just to get discombobulated after all that was going on. But Questlove talked about his movie and.
2: I thought it was a joke because it kind of looked like when Will Smith is walking away that he's kind of laughing. But I guess it was not a joke.
1: Uh, yeah, that occurred to me when it happened live and I was only about a third of the way paying attention. But when I went back and looked at it, it was like, oh, no, no, this is for real. Right. Right. Would you say this is the biggest story, out of the, without doubt, about out of the Academy Awards? Yeah. Would you say definitely. it's the first time anything exciting has ever happened at the Academy Awards ever?
2: Probably. Because <laughs> I was ready to call it a night. Right. I was like, this is boring.
1: I was ready to call it a night.
2: I just wanted to see that we don't talk about Bruno performance. And? And it let me down. I didn't like it. And so I was like, well, this sucks. I'm going to go to bed. And then Chris Rock comes out and he's like, we're all just raw dog in the air.
1: And then he made a comment about Jada and her hair. I did see her
2: reaction. On. And I was like, oh, she didn't like that.
1: She didn't care for it. I wonder if she was like...
2: "Well, you, you, you better go, do something. Yeah, you
1: need to go up and smack him. Yeah.
2: I bet she was, because he looked like he was laughing.
1: At first.
2: At first.
1: Did were you telling us- me that something went back to a joke that Chris Rock had done when he hosted? It, like, ru- yeah,
2: yeah. So a lot of people think that there was already bad blood between them because Chris Rock had made a joke back in 2016 when he hosted. And it was when Jada was uh, saying that, you know, the Oscars were so white when all that started happening. And his joke was somewhere along the lines of, well, Jada's complaining about the Oscars, but isn't she on a TV show? Her being upset about the Oscars is like me being upset about Rihanna's panties. We weren't. I wasn't invited.
1: Oh, she's not even a movie star right. like us, guys.
2: So there was already tension of Bruin as many as Like Jada at. and
1: Will had harbored all of that ill will ever since 2016. Right.
2: And this was like the boiling <sighs> point.
1: God, it didn't even seem all that <laughs> bad. It didn't seem all that bad to me. Uh, anyway, that's what happened at the Academy Awards. Best picture was Coda. Yeah. That one best picture and best supporting actor. Also, Hand over so. that
2: Apple password, Buzz, and I'll give you
1: something. What are my streaming services? Well, what do you got?
2: I've got Paramount.
1: Might have that already. I've got a bunch of them. All right. Peacock? Well, what's on Peacock? I mean, what would I be missing if I don't have it?
2: I don't know. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> later. We'll
1: straighten it out later. Yeah. <laughs> Uh we we've got other stuff to talk about. Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, passed away and he was only fifty years old and it was right before a show in Columbia. If I'm reading my news right here, mm-hmm. it was you know, the crowd was already getting together and they uh early local reports out of Columbia, the local authorities there say that he had ten different drugs in his system.
3: Mm-hmm. I did see that
1: uh, So Taylor Hawkins who's been with the Foo Fighters I think since the I think since early early on He might have been an original Foo Fighter in fact Uh, Dead at the age of only 50 And there's a whole tox Well this isn't the tox report This is just reports out of Columbia uh, That he had 10 uh, different drugs In his system when he was found So you know Really sad news there uh, what do you got coming up in entertainment, Joanna? Let's say we're going to leave any slapping perpetrated by Will Smith on Chris Rock. We're going to leave that mm-hmm. since we've already talked about it. What else do you have coming up?
2: I've got a few stories about superhero movies coming up. So Ant-Man 3 is going to have to go on forward without one of his buddies. Bruce. Oh,
1: I I got a theory about just based on that.
2: Oh, Really? Well, yeah, I
1: would assume that uh, they cut Angelina, uh, not Angelina, oh, Ev- Evangeline, Evangeline Lilly. Lilly because of all the anti-vax stuff she was oh, doing.
2: right. She did do that. Okay. No, we'll they find out if they, I'm right. Right. We'll find out about that. And also, Bruce Campbell is talking about being part of the best Spider-Man movie. He came out in Spider-Man 2.
1: He was in Spider-Man 1, too. Bruce he was Campbell- in Spider-Man 1 as well.
2: What did he do in 1?
1: He was the ring announcer when he wrestled.
2: Oh, Ryan- Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: And he was the waiter Was that Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3 Where he was like the waiter at the fancy restaurant When Peter has his date He was the waiter d'
2: He was uh, like the theater guy Who wasn't letting him in In Spider-Man 2
1: I think he was in all three Spider-Man oh I think he was in all three of the well, original Spider-Man Well I gotta Spider-Man. finish reading this article Yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, Okay so we'll have that uh, On the way uh, we'll update the situation uh, in Ukraine. The Final Four is set for next week, and the Peacocks of St. Peter's did not make Aww. it through. They kind of got crushed. But they they won their Sweet 16 game, becoming the first 15 seed in NCAA history. Uh, to make it to the Elite Eight, but that was as far as they were going to go. All right, we've got a lot uh, to talk about. Where is uh, Nico? Did Nico uh, notify you that he wasn't coming in for uh, any no, reason today? It. All right. Check your phone. <laughs> I, I did. I checked my phone right before we went on. I didn't hear anything <laughs> okay. uh, from Nico. Uh, we got a big Monday show planned for you. It might be just uh, <laughs> Joanne and I. It might be just the two of us, okay. but we got a big show planned for you. Um,
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. It is
1: the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Nico's on his way, Joanna. All right. On his way. So. <laughs> Steve Kaplowitz will be back with Tourney Talk later today. You know, you catch all the men's basketball tournament action on our partner station, 600 ESPN El Paso and the 600 ESPN mobile app. Turning Talk, brought to you by GECU. Put your game into overdrive with a low-rate GECU auto loan. Get pre-approved by April 4th. Details at GECU.com. Equal opportunity lender. And uh, look at it back at some of the action uh, from over the weekend. Arkansas's run finally came to an end over Duke. Duke 78-69 uh, to 69 over Arkansas. And Villanova uh, ended... Houston's Dreams, with a score of 50-44. Uh, to 44. This was all on Saturday, so it's going to be Nova Duke there in uh, that round of the Final Four. And uh, yesterday it came to an end for St. Peter's, the 15th seed, uh, St. Peter's Peacocks, who were still in it, got crushed. Actually, both of yesterday's games were blowouts. North Carolina uh, ended St. Peter's Road, by 20 points, 69-49 to 49 yesterday, and uh, Miami didn't even do as well as that against Kansas, number one uh, seeded Kansas Jayhawks, 76 over fifty, so a 26-point victory, 76 uh, to 50 over University of Miami. So North Carolina and Kansas and Duke and Villanova, there's your final four Steve's going to be in to break down all the tourney talk with us later, brought to you by GECU You still have time, but uh, your window of opportunity is closing because April 10th is the deadline for this. It is a $10,000 home improvement giveaway that KLAQ, Townsquare Media, and GECU are doing. Uh, One simple click of your camera can help fix your home improvement needs uh, and start turning your dreams into reality. Town Square Media of El Paso is going to give someone who needs it $10,000 toward your home improvement budget. And here's all you have to do. Take a photo of what you want to get repaired. uh, Send us the photo of something that needs to be repaired or upgraded or replaced or fixed. And tell us all about yourself and what your improvement plans are. All right, so once you do that, submit the photo and uh, the other information through the KLAQ mobile app or KLAQ.com. You'll also find the rules there if you need them, but the rules are pretty simple. Everybody that uh, sends in an entry is going to uh, be equally eligible to win. From all the eligible entries, we're going to choose one person in a random drawing to win the grand prize of ten thousand dollars. So, uh, take a picture of what the problem is at your house. If you've got several, maybe take uh, take a couple pictures or take one of the biggest uh, the biggest mess. Tell us about yourself, what your improvement plans are, and as long as you get your entry in before April the 10th, uh, you have a good chance of winning because it's going to be a random drawing of all eligible entries. Find out more details at KLAQ.com and via the KLAQ mobile app.
4: Hey,
2: buddy.
4: (laughs) It's not even funny at this point. Um, I am so upset at myself right now.
2: (laughs) Welcome.
4: I put my clothes out. I made my lunch. I set my books and my, my, not my books, what is it, school? I've set my computer and my backpack out. Did you get your lunch money? Did you? Well, look at it. It's a brown paper bag. Oh, wow. It is a brown
2: paper bag. So you
4: you were all set to come in bushy-tailed and bright-eyed. Yeah. I was like, oh, get this. I was listening to Joanna's podcast Uh (laughs) where where they talk about this. Yeah, mean, is that like, the What the Buzz podcast? Yeah, the the buzz. And I'm laughing. They're at, talking about your chronic lateness. No, not about the chronic um, lateness. But it's not. Anyways, well, uh, what were they? Told, what, what was the this that you're about, referring about on Friday? Unf- you know, the, the, unfortunately, I w- unfortunately, it was late two minutes, and then and then I was like listening to this last night. I'm like, Haha, get this. It's never gonna happen again. You're probably again. like,
1: these guys are. This is such bull. Two minutes.
2: You are ready to show It's
1: me not now. like I'm 25 minutes late or anything. <laughs> I want to find out. It seems like you've kind of been out of it for a few hours. Do you know what happened at the Academy Awards last night? No, what happened? You don't know anything about it. Will Smith ru- rushed the, the stage crimp. and slapped the F out of uh, Chris Rock. W- what? Yeah. I couldn't believe I saw it. I had to go back and watch it again. <laughs> it only took the second watch, though, to realize that it wasn't a bit. And it then I wasn't watched a, it a bit. Third I was time. still
2: like, "It's totally a bit." It has
1: to be a bit, not a bit. Will Smith came on stage after Chris Rock had made what I thought was a you know not a great joke, but also funny, not but a terrible. I mean, not a super offensive joke, a joke about Jada's that hair. You should
2: get slapped at.
1: I mean, if Nico went around slapping every time somebody called him bald or made a joke <laughs> about being bald, you'd, you'd
4: be in prison. Yeah, seriously, even online. <laughs> uh, oh my God, Chris Rock not pressing charges? No, what? He's not. They announced that
1: before I ended up. But so before the Oscars were over, I, I had to go and just like check, you know, all the different sides. Did this happen at the beginning of the Oscars or at no, the right at the oh. end? It was in the last hour, so.
2: Before the last hour.
1: Oh, oh, get this!
2: Because I- Will
1: Smith had to stick around because he was nominated for Best Actor.
2: <laughs> oh, he won Best Actor, and he by the won. Way. Where he gave a speech where he's like, "I just want to be a vessel of love."
4: After he had,
2: after you know, Smith
4: criminally assaulted because Chris there- Rock made a joke about.
2: Jada Pinkett Smith and because everyone is saying she has been very open about her struggle with alopecia
1: that's what you gotta start telling people I'm not bald (laughs) I have
2: alopecia
4: but then I would be bald other places too well
1: just you know
2: are you bald other places too?
1: For some reason, it's okay to make fun of somebody for being bald, but you can't make fun of them if they have alopecia.
2: I love when Nico, like, when you point out his hair, he immediately goes to start, like, this whole
1: grooming it. and trying to sweep yeah. it over and trying and forward yeah. and everything. You
2: keep doing that, boo. I love when you do that. I was telling you, <laughs> oh my
1: God, I am so. Do you ever just love being the first person to tell somebody an interesting thing? Yeah. Like, I'm the first like person first to tell fact. you. Yeah. You heard it from me first. Okay. That okay. Will Smith, and, and not, I mean, he hauled off. It was loud and hit Chris Rock. And Chris Rock
2: oh didn't break Amazing.
1: down. He didn't.
2: His only response was like. Okay, that just happened. He
1: continued on. He had to give out the award for Best Documentary, which went to Questlove. So then Questlove had to follow it up with a speech. Poor
2: Questlove is up there crying, thanking everybody, his parents and everything. Oh,
1: oh, but it was all dragged out because... I, this is another thing I got to tell you. We'll have the audio in
4: about 30 <laughs> minutes, okay? Uh, yeah, I, I'm barely learning about this, and it sounds like a crazy story. I'm it's still not like of-
1: they just – he slapped him. Then Will went back to his seat, and they had a discussion, but none of us watching the American broadcast could hear what was being said because they dumped the audio – for I don't know, man, forty-five seconds yeah, a minute. It
2: was pretty. It seemed long, like an eternity, mm-hmm. but they
1: were going back and forth. And now we know. I what. want
2: everyone to focus on Lupita Nyong'o in the back because that was me the entire time.
1: Lupita <laughs> Nyong'o like, looked stunning last oh, night. She looked great. She looked yeah. stunned. Well, and stunned. <laughs> so then they did. Uh, so the whole thing was muted. Although you could definitely read Will Smith's lips when he said, "Keep oh, yeah, my wife's totally. name out your effing mouth," you did not have to be a lip reader to get no. That. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, he
2: said it."
4: Oh, you know what though? Do you think this was it? Like people have been just needling him all of the, <laughs> <laughs> all of the uh, tabloids and news headlines about him and his relationship. And finally he's like "Oh, the, the last straw is Chris Rock With the cuck <laughs> situation that's going on there or yeah, whatever." Because
2: at first it seems like Will Smith Is laughing at the joke but Jada Did a face where she was I like ju- seriously
1: I was trying to figure but out She probably
2: like leaned in and she was like you better do something About this. That's
1: another thing I kind of like Was looking for I didn't do a Search on it or anything like had Chris Rock made fun of their open relationship or something, but I couldn't find anything on that in the past. No,
2: everybody yeah. has made fun of that.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> whole the whole thing where they did a podcast where they talked about her having a live-in An lover
2: entanglement,
1: and, right? Entanglement.
2: That sounds like what Chris Rock and Will Smith got into. Anyway, last night. I think <laughs>
1: just a little bit. I, I think this possibly really damages. Will Smith's Will image. Smith. Yeah. Okay. I mean
2: he apologized. Not he apologized, but not Rock. to Chris Rock. He was just like, I'm sorry, Academy. Let me invite me back next year.
4: Waking up to the news that Will Smith just smacked Chris Rock makes me still think right now. I'm still kind of disoriented. Like, you, this has <laughs> to be a this has to be a joke, right? I
2: thought it was. This but it's on, there's
1: a TV and that's the headline on CNN right now. Will Smith wins Best Actor moments after punching Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Would you call it a punch or an open hand slap?
2: It was like a bitch slap, like. Boom. What did the hand
5: say to the face?
1: <laughs> what did Is the five that? fingers say to the face? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been like slap in an aggressive way or punch or anything but usually there's a physical reaction where you know it
2: stings your eyes right damn (laughs) and Chris Rock said nothing like didn't even drop an F-bomb nothing he was just like all right. That, that goes just, to show how many yeah. open
4: mics he has hosted He's in all, his life.
2: That happened. And then he proceeded on to announce the winner for Best wow. Documentary. Oh, I
1: did find a BuzzFeed thing where it's like comedians share their thoughts and everybody's like, uh, you know, it was dangerous for us to begin with. And now the next heckler or somebody who's got a beef at a comedy show is going to say, well, Will Smith did it. <laughs> <laughs> like if they go
4: attack a comic. Have you ever seen an, a, a comic attacked on the stage? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's been several really high-profile incidents of it happening where, one, like, that have been filmed. Um, one guy got really beat up by, with a baseball bat. Some guy brought a baseball bat and it was in Utah, I think, at a comedy club. Um, I'm me personally, I've never been. You've never? Oh my been god! In nobody's ever smacked you. I've been threatened. Like, I'm going to kick your ass out of this. Or, oh my god! Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, sure. There've always been a lot of threats, but usually it's a drunk guy who yeah, gets kicked out. Exactly. But to actually have somebody come up to me and just be like, "I don't like your joke," smack like I haul off <laughs> and slap you in the face, and I gotta think there's some
1: kind of security at the at the Academy Awards, but you don't, you know, I they they stand down if it's Will Smith. It's like they probably Maybe thought, oh, it's part thought of the-
2: it was gonna be a smack. They thought like, oh, he's gonna go up there and be like, stop talking about my wife. Yeah. No, boom, smack.
1: Wow, really weird stuff. And that then is, he wins mm. the Best Actor award. So
2: and then he says, "I just want to be a vessel. I just want to be a love. vessel for
4: love."
1: Let's take a look at our Mo Show calendar
2: oh, good
3: times.
1: and daily almanac of events and find out what's going on. We're getting close to the end of the month of March. It is March 28th. Today is Barnum and Bailey Day,
4: the circus folks. <laughs> it would have been funny if you were like, not the circus ones, the other yeah, ones. Yeah, the other ones.
1: <laughs> Today is National Triglycerides Day.
4: What are ti- triglycerides, Nico? Uh, triglycerides are a sticky form of, uh, not cholesterol, but it's, it's something that binds together the cholesterol inside your blood and it isn't very good for you.
1: Not good for
4: you. No. And today is weed
1: appreciation day.
2: Woo! <laughs> <sighs> what a coincidence that New Mexico will be... Legalizing that just right around the corner
1: I went to the weed appreciation website They're talking about weeds in your yard So today's weed appreciation day Do you appreciate any weeds? Do you love or hate weed plants in your yard? Who loves them? What uh, weeds a dandelion have you eaten? A a dandelion's, weed? A dandelions, a weed. Okay. I always thought those were pretty, and then they turn into a nice little. Oh, and Joanna got some dandelion in her eye the other day on a photo shoot. And
2: you I can actually. check out those photos at and- like Kayla's I got know. it in my
1: mouth. Talks about the uh, benefit that weeds have
4: in everyday life. Well, let me tell you. Um, and
1: how do you feel about the <laughs> use of herbicides? Are some of the things they bring up at the uh, Weed Appreciation Day website? I'm against them. Birthdays today include Oscar Winner, Lady Gaga, who turns 36. Uh, actress Julia Stiles is 41. What happened to her? Well, they give some of her credits here. She did Save the Last Dance, 10 Things I Hate About You, classic.
4: The Born some of the Born movies. I think almost all of them. Oh yeah, she wasn't she wasn't in the second one. Kate Gosselin from
1: John and Kate Plus 8, the mother of eight children, who has been in at least three reality shows,
4: is 47 today. And has had at least eight people inside of her. At once. Okay.
1: Keep Kate Gosselin's name out your <laughs> mouth. Bam. <Man. laughs> Nick Frost, the guy who's in all those Simon Pegg movies, is Simon Pegg's oh, uh, sidekick, it. is 50 today.
4: He also does badass Kung Fu, Into the Badlands. Oh, right. I forgot he's in that. Vince Vaughn is 52.
1: Some of his movie credits include Swingers, Wedding Crashers, Old School, Dodgeball,
4: Anchorman. What's your favorite uh, old, uh, Vince Vaughn movie? Swingers, probably. Yeah? I'm a Four Christmases guy myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With
1: Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. yeah, Where they're playing like the Strangers Meet the Bar game at the beginning of yeah, that movie? That's right? good one. Yeah, that's uh, a Director Brett Ratner, who's directed uh, the Rush Hour movies, Tower Heist, Horrible Bosses, X-Men 3. Uh, he's 53 today. And one of the uh, members of Salt and Peppa, Cheryl James, is 56. Joanna, do you think she's Salt, Peppa, or some other
2: uh salt
1: Cheryl Salt James is correct Reba McIntyre who was part of the Academy Awards last night although she didn't slap anybody but uh Reba McIntyre 67 today and actress Diane
4: Weist turns 74 oh I love her she, uh, she was in that movie that was based on the town that Buzz grew up in right
1: Footloose. If you're talking about Footloose, <laughs> it was not the town I grew up in. It was the next town over, it, which actually Troy Aikman grew up in. At least that's the story that we always heard was that Footloose was based on, on that town. He could dance on the field. <laughs> we are 21 days out from tax day. I feel like I need to mention that because you know it's three weeks, and there are probably a lot of people who are like, I haven't even thought about getting my stuff together for taxes. But Monday, April the 18th. This year, can't I just
4: say, Nah, pandemic? Not this year.
1: I mean, c- considering I kind of know your income, yeah,
4: probably you'd get away with it. They'd probably just look at
1: it and say, Is it even worth our time <laughs> to try and grab this guy?
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening.
1: Here's the phone number. Call the Buzz Adams Morning Show live in the studio. Toll-free studio line is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. I've showed Nico this the video of Will Smith. It's more than a slap. It's like a punch, but just it's with a, an open. It's, it's a slap, slap it's a hard but it was slap. like
4: a wind-up slap. At he first, pun- I
2: thought it was a punch.
4: Yeah, you call it open Until fisted. Until I saw
2: hit. Uh, like the mos and I'm like, oh, it was a, a slap. Yeah,
1: so Joanna sent me the uh, the, the slowed down <laughs> version of it, and it was not a joke. It is blowing my mind right now. Chris Rock, the guy who got slapped, kept his cool after. The slap more than Will Smith did. Will Smith looked like he was about to cry when he went back to yeah. his seat, and Chris Rock just kept going. So, oh my God, I bet the memes first of all are hilarious right now. <laughs> the
2: memes were great. Check out my. Instagram, I've seen
1: a lot of everybody. memes with Nicole Kidman because she's making a face, but it turns out that that was not <laughs> at that moment. No, that was like that. before the ceremony even <laughs> turns started. Out that's just always her face, right? That's just how <laughs> she looks now.
4: <laughs> uh, but. In the chat, uh, ch- uh, app chat, I just went to go look at some of the new things. That some, of the pe- what the, some of the things that people are saying are hilarious. Will Smith will let his wife take another man's D, but he can't <laughs> take a joke. <laughs>
3: That's great.
4: That's pretty good. Now that I've seen it in slow
1: motion, because Joanna sent me the slow motion GIF. It's they- pronounced okay. GIF.
2: Cod gift.
4: No, I'm just kidding. It, was, it, it came out as GIF on Friday, and he just switched it up for us. God dang
1: it. <laughs> anyway, seeing the slow motion thing, I think it would have been appropriate if they'd kicked him out.
4: Yeah. Even with his award still coming up, which he won, by the way. Well, how did nobody say anything then, like when he got was giving an award speech? Between the slap and his award,
1: some of the people had made comments about Tried to make the peacemaker between the two and stuff.
4: He's just Diddy now. I'll
1: tell you what, is he? Yeah. If they did, I wouldn't have objected if they had said, you know what, we just we decided to eject Will Smith after an assault, you know, on one of the presenters, and right. because of what he did, we're not going to, you know, we've disqualified him from winning the Academy You're Award. You're going to take away year. Will's award too? I I didn't say I would. I'm saying if they had done that, I would not. I would not have had a big problem with it.
4: You I mean, think that's going too far? I don't know. I mean to 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 have any sort of violence. I mean Will Smith better be thankful that Chris Rock has decided not to, not to press, to press char- charges. Not to press if charges. he was if he wanted, to, yeah, Will Smith could be in jail right now. I mean Yeah. Well, how would you have liked that? Right.
1: LAPD showing up on the scene and arresting Will Smith for an assault.
4: You mean best actor? That's <laughs> <laughs> right him and he's in handcuffs and he's holding his He's holding a statue behind his back (laughs) because he's cuffed.
1: You want to talk about special treatment. To get up and slap somebody, to physically assault somebody like that in front of a room full and a world full of witnesses and walk off scot-free. But I I do feel like this could really be, herald kind of a
4: downturn in Will Smith's career. Which has been unassailable. (sighs) It's been unassailable. And look at what he just won for. I mean, this really heartfelt portrayal of the father of of two champions, I mean, th- that's the high-water mark for his career, would you say, uh,
1: Richard? I think it was, last night was the low-water mark and the high-water mark. All at the same for time. For Will Smith, but I think it was definitely yeah. out I'm of not- line, and pro-
4: there's some kind of punishment that should be handed out, or... I am shooketh. And it's Jada's fault?
2: <laughs> I think it's all Jada's fault. That's what
4: everybody online seems to be saying. It's because like, oh, he look seemed at Jada. To be
2: laughing about he it. He laughed at the
4: joke. She,
2: and she had a, a look on her
4: face, and then he, it seemed like he was almost reacting to her reaction.
2: Like she was probably like, you better go do You know what I'm about surprised
4: this. about? It wasn't even a joke about her entanglements or involvements uh, because I thought th- uh, when you were telling me this that's why I thought he you thought he made him. a joke yeah, about about Will Smith being cucked essentially <laughs> cuckolded which literally made me think okay well that's maybe what really triggered him I would understand that I would understand nope it w- it wasn't it was a joke about uh, he called her GI Jane <laughs> just because of the way her hair was it's crazy crazy uh,
1: so, yeah, anyway, that was an insane. You better be lucky today's a big news day, because otherwise, if it was a slow day, we would just spend a lot of time talking about you being 25 minutes late for work today.
4: <laughs> was it worth it to repeat that off air and then uh, again oh, yeah, on? Yeah, totally. Worth it. <laughs>
1: here are uh, some people talking about the Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins who died at the age of 50 in Bogota, Colombia just hours before they were set to perform there is still no official word on cause of death but this happened in Bogota, Colombia where local officials say that Taylor Hawkins had 10 different drugs in his system some of these I recognize and some of them I, I don't so uh, marijuana probably didn't kill Taylor Hawkins, but he also had opioids. Oh, man. Tricyclic antidepressants. Oh, wow. And benzodiazepine, Ugh. which are used to relieve stress and anxi- anxiety to help people sleep. So, you know, maybe a sleeping pill. What are the tricyclic cy- ant- antidepressants?
4: Uh, they're a first generation of antidepressants and. Uh, they have they come with a lot of side effects, like a lot, a lot of side effects. Um, so the, they're, I, I'm not sure they should have been mixed with those benzodiazepines. Okay, so the benzodiazepines
1: are bad news when mixed with other things. Like <laughs> none of this stuff is supposed to be jumbled all up together, correct?
4: Uh, especially not by somebody who's doing it willy nilly. If I mean, ant- uh, tricyclic antidepressants and benzodiazepines are, are prescribed usually, and a
1: dosage is prescribed. How about the opioids? That uh, seems like a pretty broad category there.
4: Right. I mean, it, it could have been that could heroin, be heroin off the street, or it could have been fentanyl patches that he was prescribed for his back pain, and he just happened to have fentanyl patches on. Um, uh, so according to the local authorities in Columbia, 10 different drugs in his system. If he was drinking, because those tricyclic and those benzos should not be mixed with alcohol whatsoever.
1: Taylor passed away as... Fans were starting to gather at the venue for their performance in Bogota. Oh, man. Paramedics responded to a call about a patient with chest pains, but by the time the paramedics arrived they were unable to uh, revive Taylor Hawkins. The show obviously was canceled and the Foo Fighters have returned to uh, Los Angeles. The band statement about uh, Taylor's death says it was a tragic and untimely loss. His musical spirit and infectious laughter will live on with all of us forever our hearts go out to his wife children and family
4: was he was he known to have problems before with uh, substance abuse I think there was
1: one case where let me see I got I got a little bit of audio here uh, he overdosed in 2001 he was in a coma for two weeks back in 2001 now that's over 20 years ago. Here oh, are members of the Foo Fighters talking about the ordeal and about the bond uh, between Dave and Taylor Hawkins. And this is from the 2011 Foo Fighters back and forth documentary. And they're talking about, yeah, a pretty scary drug overdose that put him in a, in a coma for two weeks. The last performance the Foo Fighters had uh, together before Taylor Hawkins passed away was March 20th at Lollapalooza, Argentina. Here's some audio and a fun moment between Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins from that show. Uh, The Foo Fighters, uh, Taylor Hawkins was not their original drummer, but he joined up after the original drummer um, quit right before a big tour. And here they are talking about that, and this is again from the 2011 Foo Fighters documentary. And uh, one final piece here uh, before we have to take a commercial break. There were a lot of onstage tributes to Taylor Hawkins, so we're going to hear from, in order, Sir Elton John, Slash, Miley Cyrus, and Wolfgang Van Halen. Uh, So here you go. Here's a few of the people that did play this weekend and had words about Taylor Hawkins passing away. Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins, dead at the age of 50. Let's take a break. We're going to come back. I will play the uncensored, well, not completely uncensored, but the audio from uh, the the slap last night at the Academy Awards. The slap heard round the world. Will Smith slapped that F out of Chris Rock on the Academy Awards last night. Let's take a break. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the way right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. For the first time
1: in like 40 years, something exciting happened at an <laughs> Academy Awards ceremony. Will Smith slapped really hard, slapped Chris Rock. Big props. I am t- I'm solidly team Chris Rock today. Like a lot of people are saying, well, he should have never made that joke about
2: right.
1: Jada Pinkett Smith no. losing her hair. <laughs> that doesn't even seem that mean.
2: I have to agree. I am team. Chris Think Rock. of
1: all the material you could work with with Will and Jada.
2: You know,
4: yeah. he went with GI Jane. GI G. I. Jane joke, which was pretty pretty tame. All right. You know, me and me and some other comics have a pretty strong belief that violence is kind of like the 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 poor man's way out of things. It's like, we use our words. That's why we why, That's why we like being comics. So yeah, but to, what
1: if you run up against a guy who's not so good with words, but he's really good with his fist? <laughs> I mean, there are probably a lot of people out there who say- Then they
4: lose. The, the fact that they use their fist, over, that they can't use their words, means that they lose. And so, uh, yeah, Will Smith is the, the loser in this situation.
1: I think it is definitely going to have a detrimental effect. On the type of roles he gets? and Just his perception, I think, uh, more than anything okay. else. Uh, I don't think he's going to get blackballed or canceled necessarily, but it was not cool. And then, like, his whole demeanor when he went back to his seat, the fact that Chris Rock handled the entire thing better than Will Smith did. I mean, from the slap forward, obviously Will Smith was out of line with the slap. But the fact that after the slap occurred, Chris Rock was much more composed than Will Smith was, I thought. Uh, here's telephone number if you want to call the morning show, 844-305-6210, 844-305-6210. So I've, I've uh, got a lot of audio from what went down last night. And then, of course, they also had, you know, awards were given out, too, which is pretty easy uh, to forget. Let's talk to Let's take a call real quick, though. Hi, Brandon.
6: Hey, how's it going?
1: Doing good. What's up?
6: Add a quick question. I was wondering your thoughts on the uh, Orlando, Florida Icon Park death over this
1: weekend. I had only heard that somebody had fallen from one of the the high off the ground rides, and that some of the other parks around the country had also closed down similar rides out of an abundance of caution. Fill me in on the rest of the details.
6: It was a it was a fourteen year old boy and. He, On the video, you can hear him asking if it's safe because you didn't think it was closed all the way. And the workers didn't even, it seemed like the workers didn't even check. And basically, when the ride went up, you know, you hear the guys on the phones just asking questions or making jokes on the bottom. And as soon as the ride drops, as soon as it comes down to that port where it kind of cushions you, you just see the little boy fall. And. And it's all right there in front of you on camera. It's
1: What kind of like ride? It, it wasn't a roller coaster, it doesn't sound like. What kind of ride would you call it?
6: Brandon? It was. One, it's like how Western Playland has the drop zone. Oh, yeah, the I drop, think.
4: okay. So the ones that are vertical. Yeah. They kind, kind of, of like the, uh,
1: if you've ever been to Six Flags, maybe the Texas shootout. Mm-hmm.
6: Yes. Yeah, it's one of those.
1: But the kid, and you say he was 14, Brandon? Is that right? Yeah, For, 14. He's questioning whether or not it's safe.
6: Yes. And then you can see on the video, it doesn't even look like the harness is closed all the way.
1: Just no, no looks, I, haven't, I haven't seen the video. I did, I did read an article that said that some of the parks around the country are closing their rides that are similar to that one uh, just to be extra great, safe.
6: Because after the ride was done and, you know, the whole situation kind of had already happened the workers are asking each other if they checked it or not. I'm just kind of wondering your perspective on it, knowing that the workers kind of know they messed up and they were just kind of trying to pass off the blame. It seemed like,
1: you know, I've never worked at a park, but I think like anything else, when you're doing the same routine thing every day, there's a real danger that people are going to get into a groove, you know, which could lead you to get into a, you know, kind of a lull. Like, you know uh, what I especially mean. Especially if
4: you don't train them all, a lot and make sure that they, that they're constantly. I think a aware lot of things. these.
1: Listen, a lot of these parks know what their liability is on something like this. I think they probably do train, and most of the workers are young people.
4: Well, that's what I mean. Know, you have to get very get pe- young people, kids that aren't going to, going to get their first job for you know the summer th- that kind of stuff. What
1: kind of park is Icon Park, Brandon? I'm not familiar with it.
6: I'm not too sure on it. I just know it's an amusement park ride,
1: but not like a not a Disney park or
6: anything. No, I don't think I don't believe it's a Disney
1: kind of park. Huh? Um, I don't know. I was up uh, the last time I went to Six Flags. uh, There was a roller coaster that we were on, and uh, there was somebody on there saying this thing isn't closing very good. And then the very next week was like some lady had fallen off of this. Uh, the big Texan. So
6: it, it's scary to think of because I think a, a while back we went to the California Adventures in California and it we rode that roller coaster ride there and it was like three rides after us the uh, the cars actually ran, ran into each other uh, at the end of the track.
1: Was anybody so hurt? It's
6: just you never know. Yeah, I believe some lady had to go to the hospital mm. with some neck injuries.
1: How far did, did it say did the did the fourteen year old die just from the fall from the I,
6: I believe so. I think it's like 430 feet tall or something like that. Is what I was reading.
1: But did he fall and at I, the very top of it, or did he fall when he got down he, to? He that
6: fell off when it was dropping down, getting like that cushion point where.
1: It, yeah, but the, that could have still there. been. Let's you know, just say he was high enough. Let's right, that could have still been a hundred yeah. feet in the air, probably. Yeah. Well,
6: and the sad thing is, he has all that that force of it just coming to a stop.
1: I guess I always feel safer at parks where it's the same ride, as opposed to when you go to a fair and you know that they take that apart and put all the pieces in their trucks and then reassemble it, and then you see the people that are assembling it. (laughs) the carnies <laughs> the carnies
6: and uh, that that is pretty scary but then i'm also thinking about now is like those people do deal with those machines every day when these rides that are permanent they don't necessarily work with them every day
1: yeah a lot of those rides look like they were constructed under the supervision of meth
7: i would definitely assume so
4: yeah all
1: right thanks brandon yes
7: sir thanks right. appreciate Bye-bye. the call
4: no, th- this was a very tragic case. This, the The father of the son has been uh, speaking out in the news all weekend long. Um, it's it's just terrible that these people weren't taking their job seriously and they weren't checking stuff. And well, yeah, a boy whose harness was not f- yeah. properly attached. I mean, that's that's a huge liability. So,
1: well, you know what? Let me go ahead and talk about the awards. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Best picture went to Coda. Do you know what CODA stands for? Is it something? Well, I know CODA is something at the end. You put at the end of a piece yeah, of music? Yeah, this is, is it a piece a, of music maybe? Or This is a uh, piece of writing. What's
1: the thing called where every letter stands for a word?
4: Uh, acrostic.
1: <laughs> That's not an
4: acrostic. Um,
2: acronym? An acronym. acronym. <laughs> Thank you, John. <Joanna. laughs>
3: <right>.
4: The smartest <laughs> of them all.
1: children <laughs> of deaf adults, I think. So, uh, Coda, was kind of an upset. Everybody thought maybe Power of the Dog was going to be the favorite, but Coda ended up winning.
2: I'm so excited. I want to watch this movie now. Best. So, somebody over there better give me an apple.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. You gotta do that today.
1: Best Supporting Actor went to Troy Kutzer, who was, the, uh, who was in Coda. Uh, best Director, Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. What the hell does she know about the West? <laughs> best Actor, Will Smith for King Richard although it looked like he was recreating Ali last night <laughs> best actress Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye best supporting actress Ariana DeBose who played uh, not Maria but who's the other character the other main female lead uh, anyway she won for West Side Story
2: uh, with all the commotion I didn't even notice if anybody put their statue upside down oh, yeah. in protest
4: anybody do that
2: I didn't
1: pay attention. Dune won a bunch of uh, technical technical awards. Visual effects, sound production, design, cinematography, original score. Really, I think Dune probably won more awards than any other movie did. But, of course, what most people are talking about was Will Smith physically assaulting Chris Rock. With a not a friendly slap. This was not a play-acting slap. This was a full-on physical assault. Because Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett's shaved head. Will Smith had to stick around because he was nominated for Best Actor, which he won. During his speech, he apologized to the Academy, but he didn't apologize to Chris Rock. The LAPD has said Chris Rock declined to press charges. So that tells me the police would have totally treated this like like a crime. Oh, yeah. Um, so do you want to hear a little
4: bit of the audio, please? I have to please let's get into this. <laughs> he, what did he say? I want to say sorry to the Academy, but not you, Chris Rock. You deserved it. I don't know.
1: You know, I, I actually believe it or not, after something that exciting happened, I did Check out early and go to bed like, not long after yeah. that. That's crazy. I
2: was ready to go to bed. I was like, this is boring. And then Chris Rock came out with a really funny joke about everybody not wearing a mask, raw dogging the air. So <laughs> so, and so I was like, that's hilarious. And then boom.
1: They flat. hit they hit mute for what seemed like an eternity, oh but it was probably a good forty five seconds yeah. to a minute, wasn't it? Uh here is a beeped version of the of the audio that we missed out on during this. All right. Although you really didn't need to hear some of the audio, you could definitely read Will Smith's lips. I wonder what Chris Rock was thinking in that moment when he was like, I could, I think he was thinking, I could go off on you right now about you and your weird cuckolded
4: relationship with your wife. You don't think that's what he was thinking about? I guarantee you, all he was thinking about was, how do I get this on track? Yeah, but
1: he said, I could.
2: You
4: you didn't hear that part where he goes, oh, I could.
2: I think he was just trying to gather himself. I think he was trying to gather uh, himself. what was happening.
1: What led to... I
2: still have to present this award. What
1: led to Chris Rock being slapped?
2: To which... I want to point... At that
1: point, Will Smith is chuckling at the joke.
2: He's laughing. She's rolling her eyes.
1: She's rolling her eyes. I wonder if she said something or what
4: made him... Because he went from kind of laughing at the joke...
2: And then the next thing you know, he's on he's stage. Walking on stage,
4: he probably thought he was going to like play with him. Like, right. Did you hear? how well, I Chris I think that's
1: wrong? what everybody thought. The audience is applauding. They didn't know they were about to witness a, you know, a crime take place. <laughs> and that's when they. Oh, that's how it went. Oh, that's how they dumped the audio.
2: Oh, right.
1: And and that pause there was a shortened version. It was paused as they went back and right. forth. All the stuff that you just heard. You know, Will Smith yelling at the stage. All that was edited out.
3: Yeah, He, he just continues. took a huge
1: shot right across the chops. For him to be able to compose himself and go ahead is just, I mean, if anybody deserves an award from last night, it's Chris Rock for being able to continue after, after getting hit. I mean, getting hit like that, especially when you're not expecting it, is very disorienting. You know, it's kind of like if you're in a fight and you get hit, well, you knew you were in a fight, but when you just get slapped out of nowhere, I can tell you, and anybody who's had
4: this happen to him knows that it can be just confusing Ooh. and infuriating. And Well, this this speaks to his training, and you're just reminding me of an instant. I'm going to tell an Iggy story. Well, I'll tell you what. Hold the Iggy story. Oh,
2: yeah. Hold that, because I also have a lot of messages on the app chat. we got
1: a lot of this. messages on the app chat. Uh, Yeah, I've kind of like staked out my territory. I'm behind Chris Rock on this one, guys. I have to agree. Um, So we're going to come back. We're going to hear a little bit from his acceptance speech, Will Smith, that is. Uh, I think this is, yeah, it's interesting. This is a high point, or or it should have been a high point, but it might also be be a a low point. point for this career of Will Smith after this because it was a violent, uncalled for, I felt like, attack on, uh, you know, a, a fellow entertainer, a fellow millionaire, Chris Rock.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jada.
1: <laughs> no. yeah. Let's take a break. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's on the way right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: I'm going to get to the uh, phones first because we have a couple of calls, but I also want to hear what people are saying in the app chat. Uh, the Will Smith slap on Chris Rock yesterday at the Academy Awards made Man. Nico think of a Iggy story, so I can't wait to hear how that ties in. 844 305 6210. That's 844 305 6210 is our telephone number. Hi, Tobias.
5: Hey, good morning, Buzz. How are you guys?
4: Very good, Tobias. Good morning. Tobias. Interesting name, nice.
5: Well, to today, huh? After that nice fight. Hey, you know, I just wanted to kind of chime in on that. You know what I mean? My wife and I, we saw it. We were shocked. Shocked. I mean, yeah, it was shocked. And, you know, we, we didn't know really what to think about it. But I saw the video a number of times after that, and I kind of, you know, it kind of made me feel sad because you look at Will Smith, and obviously he's got way more going on than just some stupid joke. You know what I mean? The,
1: there's a lot going on to have that kind of anger over a joke like that. You just wonder what you know? what, what kind of condi- what kind of state of mind Will Smith is in. I
5: mean. Yeah, and it just didn't look very good. But this is the thing that's crazy is that my wife and I kind of got into an argument because oh. I heard- Yeah, well, let me tell you. Would
1: you have slapped Chris Rock for me?
5: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I told her, hey, babe, if I did that, are you my ride or die, and are you going to back me up? Because, you know, I was looking at Jada, and, like, you know, she was proud of him, and, you know, she was there. And my wife was mad. Like, she's like, hell no, you better never do that. And so I you know, we got into an argument I'm like, well, if I do something like that, are you gonna call the police
1: on me? Are you gonna you know we started getting into a fight? Like if, if, if somebody insulted your wife and you slugged the person that insulted your wife, you you wanted yes. to know if she would call the cops on you. I think your wife is right. I gotta tell you, I think your wife is right. You know, most most women wanna be married to a guy who's in control of their emotions and isn't gonna Right. You know, <laughs> So, yeah. I guess there are other people though. It's like, no, my my man better.
4: I totally know girls like that. Th- that yep. they
1: think their man better be ready to yep. fight at the drop of a hat for their honor. It's a whatever. show of love,
4: right? Really.
1: I think. Oh, Did yeah. your girlfriend tell you that once? What? I, I don't remember everything my girlfriend's ever told me, man.
5: <laughs> yeah. So you know, we were we were just discussing that, and you know, going over like, yeah, well, you know, you need to control your emotions, mm-hmm. and I go, but in a man in a man situation like that where. There's obviously way more going on. You know, I would want her to understand, you know, I'm doing this in her honor to protect her. You know, if someone did something like that to her, you know, it's chivalrous it you know. to you.
1: That's a, that is a, you know, that would have been a very prevalent attitude hundreds of years ago for sure. Yeah. You know, maybe even <laughs> as much as even like. You know, like, oh, you, you whistled at my wife. I'm trying to picture something out of the forehead. How dare you whistle at my wife's gams? I'm going to suck you, fella. Yeah, well. yeah, right on, Tobias. All right, thanks for the call, man. I
4: appreciate you. I appreciate you. you thanks, man. man. Thanks.
1: Yeah, I would say, first of all, anybody, if if I were the man in a situation, somebody insult, if it was, if it was an insult, I would like to think that the woman I'm with is like, I, hey, there's no reason to turn this into
4: anything other Let's than.
2: Let's hope the woman you're with knows that you prefer the la- the path of least, least resistance.
4: Because Joanna and I both will attest that there are, are probably some people out there. Be oh, like, I've
2: already seen the memes of if w- my man ain't like Will.
4: Oh, like, so there are a lot of girl. people
2: who are like,
1: men need to be more like Will. Are you going to let
2: him th- talk to me like that? Are you just going to be a Ted Cruz and let it happen?
4: <laughs> 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 Has Did anybody you know ever for
2: bringing up that meme? <laughs> I
4: showed I showed her a meme. Have you seen that meme of uh, Kermit the Frog staring out at yeah, just rain drops. No, he hasn't. Buzz hasn't seen these. No, right. seemed, I right. barely
1: saw the one of him sipping tea. <laughs> 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 I know I know a grand total of one Kermit the Frog meme, and that's the tea <laughs> one.
4: A, a lot of respect, though, to Chris Rock and, and how he composed himself. I think so. I think that goes to the, the training, though, that he has as a, as a comic and as a host. And, and just to tell you, this happens sometimes, and I've seen it happen right in front of me. Somebody get belligerent. Not at just somebody, somebody's wife. Oh, somebody! Oh, no. Iggy's ex-wife <gasps> came to a show. Iggy brought me to a comic strip show that he was hosting. It was the first time I got to see one of my friends. Are you clear
1: to tell this story?
4: Yeah, you know, I mean, I'll talk to Iggy about Did it, it afterwards. It happened
2: in public.
4: It happened in public.
2: Okay, it's yeah. There was all. tons of
4: other people around. Okay, yeah. So we're on the patio, and Iggy's getting his notes ready. The show's just about to start. He's hosting, and his wife comes up to The patio and start slapping him in the face over and over, like real, like uh, machine gun style. Bap, 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 bap. All right, and then and you're you hear... sure Iggy's okay with you telling this story? Yeah, I've, I've told this to other people, okay, <laughs> on the radio.
3: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, he
4: loves this show. Um, and then you hear Iggy's name, Iggy San Diego. <laughs> it was his turn to go up on yeah, stage, right after that. And you see his face is still red from the... From, from the sma- beating. From the beatings. And, uh, you know, it, it was his ex-wife. They, they were going through things, uh, obviously, at the time. But he has to go walk back up on stage, go, What's up, everybody? Welcome to the comic strip! <laughs> oh, so you're saying this was an example of the composure that it takes to... Yes. To, to, be be on a, st- to To be on stage, to be a host, to be a comic, to, to be I'm, an MC. Yeah, but Will's. I agree with Tobias who just called
1: in. There's got to be a lot more going on, like simmering oh, under the absolutely. surface with Will Smith for him to behave like that. It's, I mean, I'm, I my hat's off to Chris Rock, but I, I'm concerned about Will Smith. Oh,
4: absolutely. For a joke that wasn't even about his marriage, really.
1: Uh, let's talk to Sergio. Hi, Sergio. How's
7: it going, bud? Doing good.
4: good morning, What's everybody. up, Sergio? Good
7: morning. good morning. You know, I— I, I just had a uh, quick comment. You know, um, I am. I I do feel for for Chris Rock. You know, but at the same time, you know, uh, Jada Pickett, she is dealing with a uh, medical condition. You know, alopecia. It's been well documented, mm-hmm. and you know that's what causes to lose her her, her hair.
4: It affects and, many you know,
7: of us. <laughs> guess, you know. so
1: Nico does not have alopecia. I don't think
7: it's been
1: documented that she does no no, no, no i no
7: I, oh, okay, I'm okay. talking about I'm
1: making a Nico joke, sorry,
7: <laughs> but I'm just saying you know I think uh you know maybe will Smith was really upset about that that's that's fun of that That's
1: true you know, yeah, I- but look at that vi- I would say go back and look at that video when he tells the joke, will laughs at first, and then you see the look on Jada's face, and I'm just wondering if you know if if will would have let it slide or if jada you know. Said you need to go do something about this right now i'm but he did initially take Shuckle. it in good fun it looked
7: like I think he might have you know took it back and you know laughed about it, but I guess once he saw jada's face, you know i, yeah. I mean that that really hurts you know I mean that's a medical condition that you know she's struggling with, and yeah, and
4: you know, to be I made fun of know. in the biggest platform in the world at the moment, yeah,
7: exactly, you know in front of the whole world, and I think that kind of you know set him off and
4: not
1: a good joke, not a clever joke. Yeah. Not, I think it was probably, like some people were saying, probably right. one of the joke writers wrote it for him. That felt like more of an off-the-cuff or shoot-from-the-hip joke.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, thanks, Sergio. All
7: right, thank you.
4: Bye-bye. Uh, now, I will tell you this, though, but, Buzz, have you been to a, like, a roast before? You've been to a roast. Have...
1: Yeah, but I've only been to, like, El Paso roast, where everybody's kind of nice to everybody. I haven't been to one where people really get okay. down in the dirt. I've been like to- most of the roasts I've been to are a couple of very, very safe, harmless jokes, right. and then p- praise. Like, I've never been to a down and dirty roast before.
4: Well, even at the down and dirty roast, you're expected to take it all in good fun.
1: You're not supposed to get up and punch
4: and somebody. punch somebody. And, but but even if you feel upset, even if the jokes are making you mad, you kind of just put on that chuckle. You, just, you, 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 <laughs> you laugh doesn't, along with the jokes.
2: Doesn't it kind of feel like the Oscars is like a roasting session for every everybody right. gets kind of yeah. like made fun of. Right,
4: exactly. Everybody gets a, a chance. But did you see? Could you tell Will was kind of chuckling, maybe along with it. He was maybe just laughing along, trying to diffuse the situation.
2: And then Jada was. And, but then
4: Jada was very
1: interested in what was going on in those. Mind, se- yeah. You know, as a matter of second. He, let me see if I got this right. Tobias, who called, said that he argued with his wife uh-huh. because she said that he better never do that. Defend her mm-hmm. honor in that way. Is this Tobias's wife yes, on the it phone? Is. Okay.
8: <laughs>
1: we've got we've got Christy. Hi, Christy.
8: Hi, everyone. Good morning. L- Let me Good see
1: morning. If I got it right, Tobias, his position was, oh, I would definitely fight for your honor if it came and down I, to.
8: Absolutely, and I, I, you know, expect for him to. But my conversation with him, and I wouldn't call it a you know, an argument as much as a disagreement. (laughs) um, My position is that there's a time and place for everything, and I don't think that in front of millions of people in the world that that should be where that was supposed to take place. Um, You know, for me, it's like, well, yeah, if someone was talking crap about me, I would definitely expect for him to... Do something, you know, like that, but not in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, take Chris Rock aside later. Take the crap out of him if you want to, but don't do it in front of everybody because it's just a bigger scene mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you have to have some kind of decorum too. So that's my opinion. So that's where we oh, okay. All right. So you th- know, th- I mean, th-
1: I would say, you know, if I were in the company of of you know my wife or girlfriend or whatever the situation is, if somebody were saying something. Truly objectionable. I would talk to the person first. I would say, "Hey, listen. I don't know if you've had a little too much to drink or whatever's going on, but right. I just want to tell you that what you're saying is inappropriate, and I'm not. You know, I want to let you know right now that I'm not cool with it." Mm-hmm.
8: Right. You know, and and honestly, if you were to smack him later,
1: so <laughs>
8: right. be
3: cool,
8: but, yeah. but don't do it on the big literally the biggest stage where everyone's eyes are on you, and you know, I mean that. I mean, it just seems. Totally, you know, and my husband was saying, "Well, we don't know what else is going on, you know, behind the scenes with him and his marriage, and God only knows it's between the two of them." Yeah, so why put more attention to that?
1: Right, because now everybody's bringing up what What's is going, going on, on with their marriage in this relationship yeah. that exactly. Will Smith yeah. thought this was the right thing to do in front of an audience of tens of millions of people.
8: Right, and mm. so you know, you go from him being completely, you know, violent to the next thing saying, "I want to be a vessel of love." <laughs> That's
4: and very so strange.
8: My point is like. No, no. God's not calling you to be a vessel of love and then smack somebody and say, oh, well, you know, everyone except him. No. All right, no. Now,
4: Christy, I have a question. So if, if you and your husband were out, let's say at a bar or a club, and somebody said something inappropriate to you, would you want your husband to do something right there, or would you want him to take it somewhere else
8: no no uh, and and this actually happened back when we were in college someone grabbed my butt at, uh, at a party that we were at
1: see now that's a that's a physical thing yeah. you know that's, that's like a, you have physically attacked so, my woman so
8: exactly yeah. and he did beat up that person right you know, on good when it happened when it <laughs> happened you know but at the same time i didn't know hardly anyone at that party it's not like you know it was a it totally different you know scenario completely Mm -hmm. different Mm -hmm. where it wasn't you know we were not at the oscars watched by millions of people i couldn't care less who this person was these people are you know celebrities and everyone knows them and whatever
1: that's crossed what you're describing crosses a whole different line though you like
8: completely different mm -hmm. you know but yes i did you know obviously you know and he was my boyfriend at the time but Yes, of course I expected
1: that. That's you know. the man I'm going to marry. <laughs> he decided right then and there. That was the guy you wanted to be with.
8: He, yeah, oh, I believe me, I knew. <laughs> this is my, this is my guy, right. yeah. Thanks,
1: Christy. Appreciate it. All, righty, All right, thanks. Bye. Thanks. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It seems like a lot of people want to talk about situations. You know, what if you're in a situation right? Uh, like Will Smith? I, I oh, would say there's definitely Look, a line of, of physical... Touching touching, or intimidation or whatever, as opposed to saying something as a joke that, you know, you go up and you talk to the person, especially if you know the person, you know, you, the manly way to handle this is like, hey, I don't like what you said. Please don't continue that. And I would really appreciate it if you go apologize. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't expect Will Smith to stop the ceremony, but it does, you know. Uh Deion so if, Sanders if, if had Chris it,
4: Rock had touched Jada Pinkett's butt, would you be more okay with yeah. Will Smith having slapped him? Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, completely. Chris Rock would have been totally in the wrong if that right. had happened. Deion Sanders had an there were a lot of tweets, and after this happened, you know, after I had rewatched it three times, I had to Go and see what people were Twittering, Twittering about, tweeting about. <laughs> <Twittering> <laughs> <Twitter>. about. <laughs> and I'm going to have to paraphrase. Deion Sanders said something is like, this is not how you conduct this, especially right. in when we have company. Mm-hmm. And what I think he means by that is you've got two very well-known, high-profile African-American men who get a physical altercation. I think what Deion Sanders was, you don't do it, you know, out there so everybody can see. Mm-hmm. And I just I think that probably Will Smith is for the guy who did the slapping, he's did the, one, he's, a black the one, he's the one who gets the black eye yeah. out of this. So uh let's take a break. We'll come back. We got more calls. Joe and Chris. Joe wants to talk about a situation where he acted like Will Smith and Uh, Chris has got a call, so just hang on, uh, guys. We'll be back. We'll take those calls. Mr. Skin is also coming up this morning with his Anatomy Award. So take a break and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show
0: right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: Coming up in about 15 minutes, we're going to be joined by Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com, his annual Anatomy Awards. But who would have ever thought we would be talking about the Fresh Prince of (laughs) Bel-Air slapping the hell out of Pookie from New Jack City today? Certainly not me. Telephone number 844 305 844 305 6210 And Joe is on the line. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Morning, Joe. What's up?
9: Well, back in the 80s, I was dating this girl and um, there was this guy who was, you know, trying to hit on her and just, uh, you know, just. Flirting with her all the time and stuff. So he was basically disrespecting my our relationship. So my girlfriend told me about it, and and then I said, "Well, where does he work?" And he says, "Well, he works at a pizza place, and um, Peter owns it. If you know right. what I mean." Got it. So so I go there, and then I said, uh, "Hey, can I get a pitcher of beer?" And uh, the guy comes, some guy comes and gives me a pitcher of beer, and I order two mugs. And then I said, "Can I speak with the manager?" Because he was a manager at that place at the time. And he comes up. He goes, "What's up?" He goes, uh, "Do you know so and so?" He goes, uh, "Yes." I, and then I just grabbed the pitcher of beer and just threw it on his chest. And then, and then I said, um, "So then, leave her alone." And I walked away. And it was crazy because at that time I didn't realize um, what what I was doing, but I did it because I felt that he was disrespecting our relationship. So I kind of feel you know, that I reacted like Will Smith, so I'm, uh, you know, I would have probably done the same thing if I was Will Smith.
1: Yeah, but Joe, how old were you when this incident took place? Oh, this is true. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably, if you're anything like like everybody else, you're probably a little more hot-headed when you're in college than you are today.
9: Correct. That is correct, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you look back and you think, well, what would I have done today? I think part of me would say, <laughs> I'm a little flattered that another guy's uh, flirting with my wife.
3: <laughs> true, true. I will probably um,
6: have thought that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Will Smith, definitely not 19, 20 years old or whatever, you know, whatever age you yeah. were at the time. So right on. All right. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Yeah. Uh, good calls today. We're talking about the the. I hesitate to call it a slap because slap makes you think, oh, it wasn't that bad. But this was, was a, a jaw breaking or open It hands. was a, a an atomic slap. I yeah. thought
2: it was a punch at first.
1: It sounded like a punch, so but
2: it was a slap.
1: Um, minutes after the will, should I set this back up? Just yeah, okay. Yeah, if you're just tuning it. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Chris Rock was there to give out uh, the award for best documentary, which Quest Love won, and then he had to give his heartfelt, oh emotional God. speech following I felt so this. Bad
2: for Questlove.
1: Okay, it says here that the audio went dead for twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. It seemed it a lot. It felt a lot like a long time because could kept, you
4: still see them like talking back and forth. Yes. On they screen. did a
1: close up on Will Smith's face, which is why you didn't need to know. You knew what he was saying because he it was very clear. You didn't you didn't have to be a lip reader to see what he was saying. <laughs> right. So here's the uh, what went down after. This was the part that was muted last night on the network broadcast. I think at this point, maybe fifty percent of the audience still thinks it's a bit right, and the other fifty percent is starting to realize because. You know they had that close up on Will, and I don't know if that showed on the big screens at the at the awards, but you could tell he wasn't joking. He was,
2: I just want almost
1: crying, almost crying with anger or emotion. Right. I think he probably at some point realized, God, if I just really flush my legacy down the drain here. I mean, he went on to win Best Actor <laughs> later <laughs> right. in the night. It's kind of. Now, th- it's this next I'm part. I'm going of, to. It's this next part that I'm curious about. Right, was he just Ooh, kind of gather? I could like I could tear into you guys about this weird open relationship, oh, the live-in lover, like all the different ammunition. Absolutely. If I wanted to do a mean joke about Will right. and Jada, but remember he I has
4: th- to think about what is his role there. He he's not there as a stand-up or to to roast anybody. He was there to present an award, right? Yeah, but in an alternate reality, I would have liked
1: to have heard what Chris if he had decided. You know what? Yeah, I'm really going to go I, off.
4: I, a <laughs> lot of people online that I've just been reading are saying that Chris Rock was actually doing a nice thing for Will and not making fun of their relationship. He was kind of just giving him an out by just doing this goofy thing. Look, you
1: didn't have to call out Will and Jada at all.
4: Yeah, I mean, you
1: didn't. Uh, Here's Will Smith, and it says his emotional acceptance speech for best actor. I haven't heard this, and I haven't seen it yet, because I turned in before any of this happened, but I saw the slap and I saw a couple of awards after that, but this is, and then, you know, even if they'd kicked him out, they couldn't, he had to come back in because he was up for best actor, which he won. Oh no. Oh. You know what? This guy.
3: What? <laughs> he,
1: he had a speech and he came back and he altered it. He's a defender of his family. So he's making it like, look at me. I defended, you know, what I did is not only acceptable, but also admirable. Now, I'm even even more off the Will Smith bandwagon for this.
4: Come on. It's the Fresh Prince.
1: (laughs) Okay. The G.I. Jane joke is not the definition of abuse. That wasn't abuse. It might have been a joke in bad taste. What if it was just the cherry
4: on top? Of all the well,
2: things, that's right, what I when, I, got a, when I One little push.
1: Yep. When I went online because I had to find out what people were saying about this, it was like had Chris Rock previously torn into Will and Jada, and I couldn't find any evidence that
4: he had. Well, maybe like, not the cherry on top to to Chris Rock's criticism, but all of them, you know, maybe, and whatever I'll just it
2: is, boiled down to that:
4: Chris Rock was a victim of violence. He was. There's no
1: doubt about it. Will Smith was the perpetrator of violence, but then I'm a vessel for God's love, and I'm here to protect people. You're here to protect your wife, being made fun at of at an award ceremony when that's p- kind of part of the deal is you poke fun at some of the people in the crowd. What if Leo DiCaprio had gotten up and slugged uh, Amy Schumer? She was really ripping into I, that, Leo DiCaprio pretty heavily. Wait a minute, I am the defender of. I'm on God's side and I guess guess that makes Chris Rock the devil. Like you're trying to turn your victimhood into a point where you represent God and Chris Rock, who made a lame joke about your wife, represents the devil? Oh, man, I have a lower opinion of Will Smith after hearing his acceptance speech than I did. I just went to bed after the slap last night. (laughs)
0: The Buzz Adams Morning Show
1: Podcast. It is time uh, for the Anatomy Awards from MrSkin.com. Normally, this is really handy because it's right after the Academy Awards. And let's mm-hmm. face it, most years of the Academy Awards, there's not all that much to talk about, but mm-hmm. not, that not this not the case this year. Mr. Skin, <laughs> I know you got your own awards. I don't know if you checked out what happened at the Academy Awards last night.
10: Yeah, <sighs> crazy night. I thought my uh, big update from last night was going to be Venus Williams nip slip uh, during, uh, but it, but it was overshadowed by a little incident that happened right
1: there were a lot of cups running over on the uh, oh, red carpet uh, uh, what's the what's the actress's name from uh from blackish Tracy Ellis Ross
2: oh hers was yeah,
1: those her. things were trying to escape from from that.
2: Oh my God, they were. Bustier. I did see that.
4: Those things. Right. She kept
10: like she kept like adjusting it to like she knew what was going on. It's it's so weird how why people would wear something that's so so wanting to pop out. You know, it's just crazy. It, it,
1: it looks like a wardrobe malfunction that wants to happen.
10: Yeah, it's like the name of the brand: wardrobe malfunction. <laughs>
1: Uh, Mr. Skin has been the world's foremost authority on celebrity nudity ever since his groundbreaking website started, and this is the 23rd year of the annual Anatomy Awards. Can you believe that we've been doing this since the 1990s, Mr. Skin?
10: I know. It's true. It's, uh, it blows my mind. and I think about my Anatomy Awards the first year I did it in 2000 for the 1999 movies, and uh, it was so, like, it was just, like... It, it's so different than how it is now I mean it almost looks like prehistoric when I go back and look at it but um, what's fun for me in these anatomy awards is we have 33 categories and these are all things that happen in movies and television in 2021 the, the greatest the, the but for me it's the it's the wild and crazy stuff from all over the world that I really enjoy curating um, there are just some nude scenes that I just can't believe this happened and it's it's fun, you know, we always have best breasts and best butt and best lesbian scene and all that. that happens every year, but. The, the, for me, it's the wacky categories that I love. Is like, oh, my God, that, it, people ask, did that happen in a real movie? I'm like, yes, this was a real movie. So for me, that's the fun part. But uh, the whole list is totally free at the front page of MrSkin.com if anyone wants to check
1: it out. All right, you can go check that out. Another way that the uh, Anatomy Awards have changed is I used to actually be able to go to MrSkin's website on my work computer, and I can't do that. <laughs>
10: well, yeah, that, uh, a can. lot of radio shows, that yeah, they're, they're firewalled out of our world so yeah that
1: happened but I got my phone handy so (laughs) uh, let's talk about some of the uh, reality shows because for the anatomy awards also series I think that's Mm -hmm. the difference they're making at the academy awards yeah you can be a Netflix but you can't be a series you gotta be a movie but Mr. Skin's anatomy award rules uh, things like the sex lives of college girls and that has won in in a category of best TV show
10: yeah, what I loved uh about that Sex Lives of College Girls is uh it um it, so it's of all the television shows we always choose every year one show that we think is the best for uh, uh best for nudity and the Sex Lives of College Girls is an HBO Max show about four girls that are freshmen at a Vermont college. And there's tons of sex and nudity throughout, as you would expect from freshman girls in college. But what really caught our attention was in the second episode when they, did the, they went to a naked party where all the girls showed up and everyone, guys and girls at the party, were completely nude. And you're supposed to act normal like you're at a party with your red solo cup and you're having drinks. But um, everyone's supposed to act like you're dressed, but everyone's completely nude. And it was just shocking to see how many uh, people, men and women, uh, were nude in this, in that episode, in that scene, and um, it was just one of the many great moments in uh, Sex Lives of College Girls, which was our best television show for nudity.
1: Alright, let's... Uh... You want to you want to go with some of the
4: yeah, offbeat can... categories? You want to?
10: Yeah, I'll go over like just some because I want to share some really weird
4: ones. Do you have Sebastian any mukbang this... categories this year? <laughs> <laughs>
10: Not this year, but hopefully next year. Um, like for instance, best scooter pooter. I really love. It's uh, Denise Goff in a movie called Monday. This is so, I've got this
1: one open right now. So scooter yeah, pooter. You she's check
10: this out. Um, so Sebastian Stan, who played Tommy Lee in that Hulu series, is with her they hook up for a drunken night and they're out on the streets of greece and they for some goofy reason decide to both strip down completely nude and ride around on his scooter through the streets of at night And you would think they'd like shoot this in a you know strategically or they do it on a green screen or whatever but no they were driving through the streets of actual somewhere in greece at night through taxi cabs and cars and Buzzing around completely. It was like gonzo nudity. I couldn't believe they did this. And, um, it was really incredible and um, just a memorable moment of nudity in 2021. So it won our best scooter pooter. If you're wondering if there was a runner-up uh, for another time, two people got naked and drove around on a scooter. It did not happen, but uh, that's okay. The best scooter pooter was Denise Goffin Monday.
1: All right, check that one out. Best group yeah, sprinkler. So that's the that's the category right below scooter pooter. So this looks like a deal where oh god, it it almost looks like. A, like a a decontamination scene, but I'm not familiar with this movie, New Order.
10: Yeah, that's the thing about this, is like we see these scenes and we know it's something we want to share, but we don't know what to call it because it's so weird. But yeah, New Order is a a movie that was released, I want to say, in Mexico, and um, it's a thriller. It's set in the future, and... um, um, Anyway, I don't want to get too much into the plot, but in this scene, a bunch of men and women are completely nude, and this guy, and they're trying to shower them off. But the guy is like a garden hose, trying to, uh, to, um, yeah, try, trying to clean off like. It's
1: a very weak stream, I think, is what Mister <laughs> Skin is trying. To, <laughs> that should
10: have been the award: weakest stream. For, <laughs> yeah, the um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild, but um the uh The one like two down from there, best auto erotica is one I really wanted to share with you guys because talk about a weird thing, I get asked a lot are the, Are these movies and television shows like are they like? cheap, low-budget things that you grab for the Anatomy Awards, or are they like real movies? And to put in perspective, this, um, Agatha Rossell wins for this movie, Titan. This one at the Cannes Film Festival, the Palme d'Or, meaning the best movie, it's a French horror film, and her character plays a a girl who as a child was in a traumatic car crash, and, and she gets a titanium plate put in her head from the car crash but as she grows up she realizes she has a weird attraction to cars so she gets a job at an auto show and late at night when everyone leaves she ends up getting in the back seat of a car and having sex with the car it's hard to explain but they show the camera pans back and you know how like cars could go on those hydraulics where they jump up and down Mm -hmm. they show the
1: car i live in el paso i know what those (laughs) cars
10: she's in the back seat it's like oh my god what is this movie but yeah that one best auto erotica auto
1: auto erotica see back in 97 98 if you'd have been doing like that kate winslet and leonardo dicaprio they could have won in the best auto erotica because they got it on inside the car they steamed up the windows inside that car didn't they
10: yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, but we had a lot of fun with that one, and uh, I, um, uh, yeah, that's definitely one I wanted to share with you. And then, of course, I should mention like the ones we've had every year for 23 years. Best breasts This year was won by Sydney Sweeney in The Voyeurs, which is um, uh, uh, it was a it made for Amazon movie. She, of course, plays Cassie on Euphoria. Uh, that's very. Uh, popular show, um,
1: spectacular. We, I just want to say, uh, I haven't yeah, seen. It really the, is. I haven't it's seen dark, the movie. Though, man, <laughs> is it is it really dark? Oh uh, well,
10: Euphoria is dark. Oh, yeah. I
1: thought you meant the Voyeurs.
10: Oh, the Voyeurs is really good. Yeah.
1: I, no, I. I like... Spectacular. I was referring specifically to Sydney Sid- Sweeney's bosom <laughs> when I said spectacular. Not not Euphoria. I don't know anything about Euphoria. This is my okay, first okay, take. Okay. You're okay. both a bunch of boobs. Yeah.
10: yeah. Um also I wanted to point out to you guys the best BBW was awesome this year it's um Nzinga Mani, and all the Queen's men from BT Plus and BBW stands for big beautiful woman mm-hmm. and um uh, normally an actress this size number 1 is not going to do a nude scene but number 2 is not going to have a graphic sex scene which she di- she did and imagine like Lizzo um size probably bigger having sex with this like stripper dude and um that all the queen's men is a show on BT plus about a male strip club and um, these these strippers have uh, have sex with the you know the different uh, women there but you just don't see actresses that are this size do a nude scene or a sex scene it really was mind-blowing and uh i'm all for it I've, i don't think every nude scene should be a 20-something super skinny model but um you do not see bbw women do scenes like this it really was uh, impressive and all the queens men
1: i would say that the movies that that get anatomy awards are a, a mixture. Some of them could be a little on the trashy side, but then some of them are like real art films too. Mm-hmm.
10: Oh yeah.
1: One I, I'm seeing is best full frontal has Halsey in it. I think it's a music video. Is it a Mr. Skin? Yeah,
10: it was a music video she did. And, uh, um, it's, uh, it was, it was, uh, based on an album, uh, she made. And isn't that incredible? Like that actually aired at IMAX and, wow. um, I know. And Halsey's very popular. I mean, she has like 27 million
3: mm-hmm. followers
10: on social media, like uh, whether you know her, her music or not. And imagine you show up to watch this, like what you think is going to be like a, you know, an MTV-ish type of thing where they act out the, the you know, her, her album. Right. And all of a sudden she's full frontal getting uh, into the water. It's like, how did that I'd be confused. Again? Is
4: this still a music video?
10: Well, it's part of her uh uh if i can't have love i want power um i guess it's a, it's a movie but it it aired at IMAX it, you know it was in the IMAX theaters but it's um it accompanies her album that of the same like thing.
1: what's the so runtime? it's not like
10: a movie movie that's like a 2 hour feature movie it's like uh i want to say it's about 1 hour of just her you know music where she's the She's acting, it's like a music video of her album.
1: And, of but she's thing, not nude know. the whole time. No, 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 but so what? This scene is like <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, yeah. it's all yeah. Yeah. I don't know, in the background, do you, it sounds like, uh, this could just be the phone connection we have, it sounds like Mr. Skin is making Jiffy Pop popcorn in the back. I don't know if you guys oh, can hear I, that.
10: I, yeah, sorry, I don't know what that, why that would be,
1: I, I'm not, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, check it out. I think you know you'll find out about a lot of movies that didn't get nominated for for best picture, didn't get nominated for worst picture, somewhere in the middle. But some very, uh, in some cases, unusual, and in some kinds, some cases, very erotic nudity in films this year with Mr. Skin.
10: And you won't get slapped for looking at our <laughs>
1: <laughs> nobody's going to come up and slap you for looking at the anatomy awards. All right, thanks, Mr. Skin. Always great to talk to you. All right, Buzz. Bye, everyone. All right, bye-bye.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Cappy's
1: going to be by later for Tourney Talk, brought to you by GECU. Put your game into overdrive with a low-rate GECU auto loan. Get pre-approved by April 4th. Details at GECU.com. Equal opportunity lender. Final Four is set, so we're going to be talking all about that, the action over the weekend. There were a couple blowouts uh, on Sunday. But we do have the uh, Final Four set. Mike Krzyzewski of Duke could win his, I believe, sixth title. Because they're still Ooh. alive. They're going to be playing Nova. Villanova, that is. <laughs> we're going to get to uh, Entertainment News
4: did you do a bracket this year? Nah, I didn't. Okay. Nah, I didn't do a bracket. I was going to ask who who made it from your bracket.
1: <clears throat> yeah, not this year. Let's get a couple of neckline calls. And find out what people are calling our neckline about. Let me give out that number again real quick. You can leave a message for the morning show that could get played back on the air by calling the toll-free neckline 844-805-NECK, 844 844- Eight zero five six three two five. So uh, let's find out what kind of calls we have.
9: Yeah. So Buzz was doing the Sam Elliott impression, <laughs> and I think that Nico and Joanna need a clarification on one of the references that he made because, okay. okay, the reference he made was New York City Peter rope. Oh yeah. They weren't even born, Buzz, when that came out. <laughs>
2: no. Oh, Thank I you. know exactly what that.
1: Do, do you know? Because I heard this. Yeah, I, I heard this replay on the way in this morning.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And when that reference was made, it, that very thought occurred to me. It's like, oh, they don't know that commercial. Nope.
4: for the Picante no, sauce. I have no idea. I, okay. I know that I've seen it,
2: it's... but
4: I'm not surprised. One of Buzz's references is about 80 years old. I mean, but I was no, even thinking that still before the call that in
2: the 90s. Did they? Hmm. Yes. It's for like... They weren't even
9: born buzz when that came out. So let me explain to you what his reference is because he's an old dude just like me. Back in the 80s, there was a Pace Picante commercial Uh and they were talking about salsas and there was these old cowboys and all. This stuff's made in New York City. New York City? City? Get a rope. Get a rope. See, Buzz, you can't be giving these old references to these young
7: kids. They don't know.
1: Stuff's
4: not under the nose. <laughs> Stuff's not under. I was listening to the replay. I was like,
1: "Oh, they didn't get. They didn't get that reference. I didn't mm-hmm. get it.
4: You did, but yeah. Nico did. No, but I giggled at you, uh. just because. I was like,
1: oh. to the point where, if anybody, to this day, if anybody says New rope. York City, I, I am compelled to say, get a rope, like in the commercial. What does get a rope mean? Like we're going to hang somebody who would try to bring Uh. New York City picante sauce because they're all around a campfire. Right. And they're like, Cookie, these beans are terrible. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. And so he shows them the jar of picante he used. And, you know, like they were going to string up. (laughs) Cookie. This call was waiting for us from... Friday. I think the caller says that uh, he left this message on Friday. I just want to keep you to keep that in mind, Joanna.
8: Okay.
2: <sighs> All
8: right. Hear this message again. Okay. <laughs> message deleted.
7: Thank you. Hey, good morning, guys. Listening to the show this morning. Just uh, to follow up on that Nico issue, Nico doesn't get the point. The guy didn't blame Nico for his employees going in late. He's just saying he's got three employees that do the same thing he does. Mm-hmm. Nico didn't get the picture, did he?
1: Nico was 25 minutes late for the show I today.
4: <laughs> so we had a caller so who was strange. like,
1: you know, it aggravates me. You guys start the show, and Nico usually walks in like four, five, ten minutes late or whatever. Not even. <laughs> really? except today. And he was saying... Oh
4: I know. I you can't know, even I, argue. I mean, I can't even the, argue. The caller is saying, can't.
1: I've noticed this among some of my younger... And Nico, you're in your 30s. It's not like... Yeah. It's not like you're 19 years old. No. He's saying that my younger guys just don't get the idea. And well, Nico had I, arguments about why it's no, not no, important it sound, to be on time I and so forth. I did not say
4: that at all. I uh, just want to say, 625. Okay, I'm. I am can't argue. I'm ashamed.
7: You've got three employees... That do the same thing he does. Nico didn't get the picture, did he? No. Just be on time, man. (laughs) Love your show, guys. Have a great weekend.
8: To hear this message. Oh, in
2: right. Nico's defense, he had been getting here on time or early. I, um, I had start, everything set up for this morning. Unfortunately, to- Friday he was two minutes, and unfortunately today you were really no. Late. no I, you, I
4: have nothing, I have, honestly have the nothing time, to argue if with. If you
1: average the times Nico's a little bit early and the times he's a little bit late, and you time. add in no, <laughs> you would still be a couple of minutes late. Yeah. You're
4: late more often than you are early. Well, let's start with a fresh foot tomorrow.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: He's going right. to try it again tomorrow. Yeah, I'm and you know try. What? Nico, I have full faith Thank in you. Thank you,
4: Joanna. Thank you. Uh, let's Why talk. do you do this? Cuz we got <laughs> we got like 5 whole minutes. Come on. Uh, let's
1: get to our entertainment I'm report. I'm, I'm cutting, excited. i
2: like, half of it.
1: <gasps> I'll just cut out the bad half then.
2: <laughs> All of it.
1: Good morning, Joanna.
2: Good morning. <laughs> The Los Angeles Police Department has confirmed that Chris Rock has declined to file a police report following the altercation with Will Smith at the Academy Awards. A full statement from the Los Angeles Police Department reads, LAPD investigative entities are aware of an incident between two individuals during the Academy Awards. The incident involved one individual slapping another. The individual involved has declined to file a police report. If the involved party desires a police report at a later date, LAPD will be available to complete an investigative report. So he could still file later on.
1: Did they go down there? Did they have their sirens on?
2: I'm sure Did they, they have, have some sort of like, a
1: presence in the, in yeah, the right. I'm venue. Sure
2: they have that. I'm sure they have that already. Uh, and maybe he was approached like, hey, man, maybe you should press some charges.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Wow. Name? oh Even um, hearing it again, man. I can see it's, your face, Joanna. It's cringy. It's so cringy. so
2: cringy. And the whole time, I'm just like. What just happened? Which was, by the way, the number one trending hashtag when it happened. Hashtag
1: what just happened. What
2: just happened.
1: Very bizarre. Uh, after it happened the first time, I thought, maybe this is a bit. Right. So I had to rewind it. But once they showed like that close-up of Will back at his seat after he slugged Chris Rock, you could tell he was... Chris Rock somehow maintained his composure How better than Will Smith. Did. How did, is yeah, that? that is
4: incredible.
2: That's a great feat right there because like I wouldn't have been able to contain it. I would have either cried or like <laughs> tried to yell burn, or, or do something bad or tried to, to punch
1: back or yeah, right. you know I I wouldn't be able to gather myself and continue on with my job which was presenting the award for best documentary. Right. No, it takes a lot Chris of Chris Rock really showed a lot of Professionalism and, and composure. Poor and,
2: Questlove goes up there and giving his speech, right. and he's emotional, but everyone is still just like, "What just happened?" In right shock. Now? Yeah,
4: shock. Right. A lot of comedians have reacted, uh, saying, "One, do I need to bring like a a, a, a helmet to my next gig tomorrow? Um, that if you let this, st- if they let this stand, it's going to be a oh,
1: listen, I I I would not have. I'm not saying that I would have made this call if I'd have been in charge of the Oscars." But I would not have disagreed with it if they had ejected Will Smith and then made an announcement. Will Smith had the votes for best actor, but we, the Academy, have decided after he physically assaulted Chris Rock that he is no longer worthy of the best. I I would have been on board with that. I would have said, you know, that's not too extreme.
2: Which is why a lot of people thought it was probably a stunt, because if it had been anybody normally... Right. Security would have already been on them
1: I think security might have thought Oh they're doing a bit that we're not aware of
2: here The Goldbergs' Wendy McClendon-Covey has closed a new deal to return to the popular ABC sitcom. The network hasn't officially renewed the series, but with her signing a pickup seems likely. McClendon-Covey has emerged as the lead of the Goldbergs after the comedy lost two core cast members, George Seagal, who died last spring, and Jeff Garland, who exited in December, following multiple misconduct allegations and HR investigations.
4: Um, You know something interesting? Uh, I was... I was when when Felipe Esparza came his opener Rachel uh, Wolfson she was telling me about uh, uh about this and what it was like to to hang out with um, Garland Garland and she was like you know when he's on the set of Curb Your Enthusiasm the set of Curb Your Enthusiasm is a bunch of other comics on the set mm. so he, he, he she was like you can't act like the, the same way at, on an ABC sitcom that you would on the set of Curb oh, Your Enthusiasm Oh he's just
1: like when comedians get together, it can get very uncensored and very raw, and everybody knows, okay, it's, or they're supposed to know Will yeah. Smith, it's all,
2: <laughs> that it's all a but joke. When they're not around all comedians. My
1: understanding is, whatever so the thing, slapped. the thing with Jeff Garland, none of it was sexual. It was just kind of no, like no. verbally.
4: It was
2: like he took his actual character into real life. Yeah, he called people
4: morons. You morons. Get out of my way. Right. Come on. What are you doing standing there?
2: I have not seen episodes without him now that he's been out. But I hear that it's really weird because they're using like a body double.
4: Uh, Fans have been Uh, trashing it. And Wendy McClellan, how do you say it? Wendy Wendy,
2: McClendon Covey.
4: Wendy McClendon Covey has had to come out on Twitter to defend the show, saying, We're doing the best we can with what happened. She's
2: all like, We can't do anything about it. He didn't want to be here anymore. We can't do
4: anything about somebody who doesn't want to be here.
2: With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barber. All right,
4: let's take a break.
0: Morning show
1: podcast. All right, Steve is joining us for attorney talk. Keep his name out of your f. No, wait, who's Steve? (laughs) Or Steve's wife. I mean, can we talk about the slap heard around the world? Before we even talk about uh, the Final Four set, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good Final Four. There were a lot of blowouts over the weekend, especially yesterday. But yeah, Steve was breaking down his analysis using all of his experience as a play by play man to talk about the uh, the slap that oh. Will Smith delivered to Chris Rock. I'm shocked at how many people were watching the Oscars. I thought I was the only one who watched the <laughs> Oscars. It turns I, did out... not,
11: I did not watch the Oscars. I was on social media. So um, I was actually reading a book last night. The new Charles, what? the new Charles Oakley book. Which, by the way, if anybody's a basketball fan and you want a really really good read, this Charles Oakley uh, bio is
4: is amazing. So are, are these are those the only type of books that you read? The sports sports books? books? Yeah.
11: No, I've got a I've got a book I'm, I'm going to be reading in a little bit, which is the history of America during the Martin Luther King years. It's about a thousand page book oh. called Parting the Waters. That one I haven't started it yet, but that's going to be my next uh, my next book project because. Uh, it's supposed to be one of the best uh, historical narratives of you know this country during that time period that you're going to find. Oh yeah, so. by Taylor
4: Branch. There you go. Yep. Exactly,
1: exactly.
11: So I anyway, th-
4: I think
1: what's going on today. I don't know if Will Smith got any sleep last night,
4: but I think oh, Will he, Smith. They, they have pictures of him at the after party, the Oscars after party, dancing to get jiggy with it. Seriously? <sighs> yeah. Oh, and apparently he didn't care.
1: <laughs> I would like to think he. Does because what I thought he did last night hitting Chris Rock was so out of line. It is and so barrier. without class, and yeah. it was a sucker punch too. So Steve, you 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 saw it. Yeah, did you, I saw it. Did you hear, are you aware of like what was the joke that led I, to I, Everything. It? I know the whole yeah, background.
11: Right. Matter of fact, thanks to the Japanese and Australian feeds, pretty much last night, everything that was edited out of the ABC feed was audible for people to listen to
1: within minutes. All and right. that was great. So w- if you're watching it live like I was, and Joanna was watching it live, they muted for, it seemed like an eternity. Mm-hmm. They say yeah. it was only 20 seconds, but it seemed a lot longer than that. It felt longer. Um, Chris Rock made a crack. It wasn't a great joke. It wasn't a funny joke. No, it was joke. You know, but it wasn't the worst. It wasn't even that bad. Here, here's the joke that led up to uh, Will Smith sucker punching Chris Rock. I want to point out where the room's kind of laughing. You know, not not wholeheartedly. Uh, Will's laughing at this point. He is laughing. like Will when he heard that joke is laughing. But you, you can see, he's and I'll half heard it. His face is mostly turned away from Jada. You can right. see Jada make a face, and then it cuts back. I'm just wondering what happened. Did she say anything, or did he take a look? Did he cut his eyes over there and see Jada's face? Because he went from laughing to on the stage. That's a sucker punch. If, so if somebody's I'm wondering, not, not, effect, not so expecting a fight, that is called a sucker punch. So here's the thing, okay? This, this is the beauty
11: of the Oscars. You know, you know. There is a camera that stuck around... On Jada and Will, right after they cut back to Chris Rock, we didn't get that camera shot. Yeah, I don't I know. Love, I mean, I would I, love to see if they held that camera for three or four more seconds in that shot. Mm-hmm. What was said, looked at, or spoken that prompted? Did she lean over and say anything to it?
4: Oh well, would it matter if? What if she started crying? I mean, we didn't see that part. But what if she just felt very uh, emotional at that part and she was? Yeah, all right. I mean, maybe we that do would not make, know. Yeah, that's it, the we thing. We have no
1: idea. And then I, I didn't stick around for uh, Will Smith's speech, but when he accepted his Oscar, it was all about I want to be a vessel of God's love. And then he relates something that Denzel Washington told him is like when you're at your highest, that's when the devil comes for you. Are you calling oh, no. Chris Rock the devil? Because the way I saw it was you, per- you, you committed an a, an assault on yeah. Chris Rock on Oscar night.
4: I don't even think he thanked Jada when he won the Academy Award. Well, his, his uh, acceptance speech was very much... Defensive, th- I thought. He's uh, uh, saying, like, you know what, I'm a, uh, just like Richard, I'm protecting my family, right? Yeah. Uh, just like...
1: I think he adapted whatever his prepared speech was going to be. I think he adapted it to what had happened between him and Chris Rock mm. just a little bit earlier. You know what I think he's meaning there? Of all the jokes I could do about Will and Jada, yeah. of all the material. That I could dredge up, I just said, "Oh, her, you know, she's got her head shaved. It looks like GI Jane. She's got alopecia,
4: yes, a condition that yes. causes your so hair what, not to So what? We're making grow. fun of people with medical conditions now, right? And that what, was, what and, that is, fun- and that
11: is, by the way, that is a a definite spin that some people doesn't are taking excuse it, doesn't that,
1: excuse it. No, people get it really made doesn't. fun of for all kinds of things. Sure, Nico, if you're at a roast and you're the person being roasted or even you're just collateral damage like
4: they turn to you and make a joke. What are you not supposed to do? You're not supposed to get upset because that makes it worse. Right. You're supposed to giggle. It's supposed and play to show along.
1: how well you can No matter can take how much it bothers you, even if lunch. even if it cuts you to the quick. Yeah, you're not supposed to respond like this. That's it, how I act here with you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it really makes me wonder if Will Smith is okay. Like what's going on? Bill, I don't know, man. You know his reaction would be so extreme. Did he call him Richard? Richard, he called him Richard
4: because he of the played character. Richard. Yeah, yeah okay. no, yeah, exactly. Okay, so Chris Rock is laughing. Well, because he's walking, up maybe he thinks he's going to give him a hug or play with him. Yeah, or... some, exactly. Yeah, that's that. This I was
1: think. a full cocked his arm back yep. and let go with oh, all, yeah. his entire arm. That's that's a that's a sucker movement there, man. Mm-hmm. It's they call it a bitch slap, but who's the bitch? I'd say Will Smith is for losing his cool like that. And that's when they cut the audio. Yeah. So what you what you he did he, he said Will Smith just uh um, Here you go. Here's. Yeah. You heard a few laughs. I think people are like, "Okay, I guess this is a bit." Oh, I could. That Ooh, I could see, say so That's much right about there you. like probably a, a comedic mind like Chris Rock has yep. probably just come up with about 30 punchlines that are much meaner than the Oh, Jane. absolutely. With 100%. all the stuff that he has to work with. Uh, Chris Rock, with their, again, to his credit, he's the real man in all this. Chris Rock was able to say, you know what, I'm just going to move on and present the award. Poor Questlove won Best Documentary, and then he had to give up and give a speech after all that no, nonsense was, went on. Yeah, it was It
11: was about as uncomfortable a moment as you're going to find. Some people thought that was staged, by the way. That was not staged. Oh, yeah, I, was, I thought that, that for sure. I don't think that was, if, that was if staged. If they
1: put out, if anybody puts out, oh, that was staged, they're lying.
11: There's no, no. way no. that it was. But I'm with you on that one. I mean, listen, if it really bothers you that much, go talk to him after the show. Um and something like that. Out back him away. Aside. From, yeah, away from everything. You don't you just don't you know, or you don't even strike
2: him at the Oscars. No. And
11: you know, hey, by ma- the way, here's another thing, okay? Another question. Since we're talking about assault, because I agree with you. Why an open-handed slap to the face? Why not just a punch where you try to drill Chris Rock and knock him out cold?
4: It's more disrespectful to slap him. The slap is more disrespectful. Yeah. yeah I but feel like. You're it's like you're not but if even you're, a man. Yeah. If you're defending, I'm not even going to punch
11: you like a man. I'm, <laughs> yeah, but if you're defending, if you're trying to defend your wife's honor and it,
1: and it bothers you that much, I mean, I don't know. Or, you know, even if Will Smith felt like he was so offended that he had to do something right then and there, go up to him and say, don't talk to my wife like that anymore. But just to go up and yeah. slap him while Chris Rock was still laughing, not knowing what to expect, weak man. And Rock was, obviously he was mic'd up, so you heard the whole thing, even the, the instant reaction. I thought, even I thought, on, uh, on re-watching it, because I rewound it a couple of times, I thought maybe he'd slapped him really hard in the shoulder. It wasn't yeah. until I saw that that other angle that you see. Oh, it was right. right
4: across the face. There's a lot of reactions on Twitter from a uh, uh, from comedians, especially, um, for example, Hal Sparks said, "Somebody in Will Smith's circle needs to tell him that there is no way what he did tonight won't result in a comedian somewhere getting beat up or killed." He green he green lit a lot of violence. That's
1: kind of an interesting way to look yeah. at it, too. Yeah, I don't like some of the, you know, some of
4: the rationalization of what Will Smith did. Conan O'Brien. I just saw what uh, I just saw the Will Smith slap. Anyone have a late night show I can borrow for just tomorrow?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just wants to do a late night show for one night.
4: Richard Marks. Hey, professional comedians, be on notice. From now on, you need to make sure your jokes don't offend people. <laughs> Especially extremely attractive, famous, and exorbitantly wealthy people.
1: <laughs> All right. Richard Marks, not a
4: comedian, but... Jaden Smith. And that's how we do it. Kim. Oh, <laughs> no, no. no kidding. The kid...
2: the kid who grew up in beverly hills
4: kathy griffin let me tell you something it's very bad practice to walk up on stage and physically assault a comedian now we all have to worry about who wants to be the next will smith in comedy clubs and theaters Mm -hmm.
1: if this had been a comedy club and chris rock was doing oh he would have have gone to jail he would have
4: eviscerated but no chris
1: rock would have eviscerated will smith
4: well one yes uh, but also he would have gotten straight to jail. I mean, the staff the staff would have, would have taken him, you know, down. Even if it's Will Smith. Like Will Smith walks into the store. I, w- I think so. If yeah. yeah. And you think that some of these up and coming comics who are usually no, not the up, door. No, com- not If it was Chris Rock at the Comedy Cellar or the and Comedy Will Store. Will Smith
2: went up to him.
4: Yeah, then the staff inside definitely would have I'm
2: pretty something. sure, yeah. But I'm I'm sure like the security at the Oscars probably thought, "Oh, it's 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 Will Smith. You know what? Steve, if it's
4: all right,
1: let's do tourney talk when we come back. Let's just go ahead and make this a a Will Smith slap Chris (laughs) Rock Do you want to hear
2: what people in the app chat are saying?
1: I certainly do.
2: Eric says, nah, the slap was not warranted. Where was this energy when August was hitting it? But it's justified because she's his wife. She was his wife back then, too. Also, why did Chris Rock just stand there and take it?
1: Chris Rock hey, stood man, there and took it in a way a that I don't think most I mean, people could.
11: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Chris what, Rock did what probably I would say nobody in in his shoes would do the exact same thing. Well, you're,
4: you're there to get to present an award, and then somebody hits you. What are you going to go start a fight right then on stage? Like he yeah. he's very present. Uh, he's aware of what he's doing. I'm sure Chris Rock was like, okay, I'm I'm giving an award. This is a very awkward situation. I got to keep the show moving along. Sure.
1: The only thing Chris Rock would have to apologize is kind of a
4: lame joke, you know. He not that great. A joke. I'm sure he didn't write There's that. I think he. I think who? he just riffed it. Yeah. Somebody on on Twitter already claimed. it. A comedian on uh, Twitter already claimed it. He's what? Like, that they wrote it? Yeah.
3: Oh. Well, he,
4: he said he wrote for the the show, and he, uh, that that was a joke. Somebody wrote. Hey, that he wrote, this about. Yeah. Oh boy, that Yikes. is. Yikes. That is weak writing. Well, that's I, what that's what all the comments were like. The worst thing that you could do... You could have made fun
2: of her dress that looked like a broccoli.
4: Yeah. He's like, why would you claim this joke? That's what everybody's saying. Right, nobody should claim
1: this joke. It wasn't a great joke, but 100% Will Smith is in the wrong. Absolutely. What else are people saying? A lot
2: of people are saying, like, well, I guess you guys don't know that Jada has alopecia. Uh, She was probably upset by the joke, not saying I defend it, but that was the issue. Adrian says, Will can't pick and choose which which jokes are funny. Bitch on Macau says, Will and Jada's marriage is open to everything except jokes. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a good line. Are these our listeners?
2: Yes. That's good a good stuff. That's, a, that's
1: a good line. Yeah, the, yeah these are good uh, points. And the in the
2: app chat says, I like all these tough guys calling in. They do it to people who they know they can do it to. I've seen this tough guy defending my girl act go wrong. Tough guys on the floor and the stupid girl trying to pick them up.
3: Yep. Nugget
2: says, Wait, what happens to everyone? What happened to everyone giving Ted Cruz crap when Trump was talking crap about his wife? But now will gets crap for sticking up for his wife.
1: Well, it was one thing that Ted Cruz called, you know, he used his words to call Donald Trump a coward and a sniveling worm or whatever he called it. The fact is that he full-heartedly threw his support behind Trump once he it's like if Chris Rock now
4: was like, all right, will Smith for president.
2: It's true. Yeah, yeah, nobody was yeah.
4: criticizing
1: Ted Cruz when he was forcefully condemning and calling, I think, sniveling coward is what he called Trump. Uh, if you don't remember, some voter group in Utah had put out, they were, it was a Republican group that was, a, a. they were never, they were anti-Trumpers. And they put out a thing that said, you know, his wife has done essentially softcore porn by appearing in Maxim. Well, this didn't originate with Ted Cruz, but Trump said... Oh, some, to the effect of, my wa- my wife is a high-fashion model. Take a look at Ted Cruz's wife. You know, like, nobody would ever want to film her doing a lesbian scene in a. In he, a like, referred
2: to her as right. being a dog. Or something. And that's yes.
1: when Ted Cruz did what I think would be the right thing to do. You say, hey, that's a really crappy thing to say. You're a sniveling coward. Leave yeah. my wife alone. He, Nobody's saying... That he was wrong in doing that. It's when he came back around and basically became a lapdog, in a lot of ways for Trump. Uh,
4: I showed Joanna the meme of like, (laughs) of like, you've never seen a Kermit Frog, but sipping tea. No, no, of him looking out at a like rainy window (laughs) and saying, uh, "This is just uh, Ted Cruz's wife wishing she had a husband as proactive as (laughs) Will Smith."
11: Hey, did anybody get uh, anybody hear any comments from Rock after the Oscars about I, 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 No, I'm on his
4: nothing Twitter. Nothing on, on the, the Twitter
2: on Chris Rock at Mm-mm. all.
1: Here's uh, Puff Diddy, or possibly just P Diddy. Diddy, it's just Diddy. Diddy. Is it just, just Diddy? Yeah. Uh, he got up to do something and talked about being the peacemaker. All right. Did Chris Rock go to this party that was mentioned? Did he take a pass there's on the party? No word at on whether what he level went to the of party. the security. How awkward would yeah. that have been? Did this party happen? You say Will Smith was photographed at a party, so he about, was still in the after party. Yeah.
2: Dancing to getting jiggy
4: get in, dancing it. to get in jiggy. <laughs> with was that the gold <laughs> party? That
2: yeah, because they were both invited to the same after party. But there's no word on whether Chris Rock was there. Although he did. A- Will Smith poked a little fun at it in his Instagram. He had posted a video earlier before the Oscars of him and Jada getting ready for the show saying me and Jada got dressed up to cause to choose chaos. And then he replied back in his own comments. You can't invite people from Philly or Baltimore nowhere.
1: He's trying to minimize what he did by making light of it. You mm-hmm. know what? If he'd have showed that sense of humor in the moment. Yeah we would have avoided all this ugliness you know if he could have just been a a bigger man about it I, I, I won't say that I've lost all respect for Will Smith but I've lost a lot of respect for Will Smith uh, Amy Schumer came back out and pretended not to know what was going on
3: <laughs>
1: God, I'm just wondering if, if, if they were supposed to all be at the same after party that would have been awkward for everybody at that party what right? up Chris How's your jaw? Still hurting. (laughs) How's your hand? Still hurting. (laughs) All right, let's take a break and we'll do Tourney Talk with Steve Catboys. Tourney Talk. Yeah, a couple blowouts in the uh, Elite Eight, but we've got the Final Four set at a couple of these games. End of a Cinderella story.
11: History in the making. Mm. These could
1: be classic matchups coming down to the Final Four in 2022. So we're going to talk to Steve and have your GECU Tourney Talk right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: This is Turning Talk with Steve Kaplowitz, brought to you by GECU. Put your game into overdrive with a low-rate GECU auto loan. Get pre-approved by April 4th. Details at GECU.com. Equal opportunity lender. Um... Well, a couple blowouts in uh, the Elite 8. Most of them were, were, were most not of close. Them, most of them were not uh close. So, yeah. no. uh let's start with the Saturday games. Villanova advances to the final four over Houston. Houston's mm-hmm. last uh Texas team yep. that was in the tournament, they were eliminated uh you know, that one was a you know, a six-point game. Um and Duke beat Arkansas. So, If Anna in Las Cruces is listening, it was a good run for the Razorbacks this year. Yeah, it was nice while it lasted. Uh, I agree with you there.
11: In fact, if you think about it, Buzz, because you look at these games, I mean, there really were – you know, they were they were fun. They were they were close to a certain point. And then you always see the cream rises to the top. And I mean, Houston kept it low. Look, 50 to 44 is a close basketball game. I mean, Houston, you know, they 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 made it as ugly as they could Oh, yeah, the blow-ups didn't really get going no. until Sunday. Right. Because, yeah. <laughs> but, but but at the same time Arkansas I mean, look, they lost by 9, but they were down big and I thought they had a lot of garbage points in the last few minutes of the game just to keep it close. I mean, that was closer to a 20-point game really, than it was a nine-point game. But right, score-wise, closer Saturday. Duke started Saturday. running the clock, holding the yes. ball
1: longer. yes. You know. The games on Sunday were complete blowouts. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. I don't think you take anything away from what St. Peter's University has done because they went in as extreme underdogs, and every game they watched, they were an extreme, not just an underdog, an extreme uh, underdog, in every yes. game they, that, I, that they played. That's right, that's right. Uh, you know, to go in and knock off Kentucky in your first round. Is stunning. Yep. And then to keep things going and get as far as they did. Um, a lot of credit, very athletic team, like a lot of great athletes on that. St. Peter's team, and uh, UNC just too much. North Carolina's they were. just too much. I mean, they were, they were too much from the start. St. Peter's never
11: got close in that game, and and ultimately, you know, North Carolina showed you just how good they can be. It's kind of like Kansas. That was a close game at halftime, and then Kansas went on this
1: ridiculous second-half run, and Miami was done just like that. I think, uh, by the way, St. Peter's didn't get blown out as by UNC as bad as Miami got blown out by KU. That was a 27-point. Yeah, especially in the second half. That's where it got ugly because and that was a uh St. Peter's I, had a hard time getting started at the beginning of the game. It's like they came in a little a little slow well, and just, you know, couldn't couldn't rebound from it.
11: Miami was up 6 at half yeah, on Kansas. Right. You know, Kansas outscored Miami in the second half 47 to 15. That's how lopsided that second half was. Yeah, Kansas came out with a lot of firepower. And by the way, I mean, here's something that's crazy. Can you believe that in the history of Duke, North Carolina, that these two teams have never played each other in the NCAA tournament ever? It's a am- yeah, it's hard that's to one believe. That's mind-boggling
1: stats. But they've played each other 200 the years, like two hundred years, two hundred and seventy-five times but over the years. Never in in the tournament. That's right. Uh, so that is going to be uh, kind of uh, a historic matchup, and Mike Krzyzewski's it's, it's, last oh.
4: year. Who has a, a, Which team has a better pedigree or more wins? But, they're so. both just so high up yeah, it's there. Like, it's, like, it's like 1A and 1B. Okay. I mean,
11: really. They're both right up there. Exactly right. But, but you know what? Here's something that's interesting, okay? With all the talk that they're going to have, and you're probably going to hear the word blue blood so much this week it's going to make you <laughs> nauseous. Um, different, it's true. Different shades of blue. But yeah. Blue nonetheless. <laughs> yes. But the fact is this, okay? This is Krzyzewski's last year. It's a swan song. The fact that he's going to go up against North Carolina in the Final Four, that is almost like the basketball gods making sure that you would have the ultimate matchup in the semifinals for Shashevsky. For well, North Carolina came in as an eight seed. I yeah, you know. know. But they also beat Duke this year, earlier in the season. Remember when after the game, yeah. there, was no, there was no handshake between the Duke assistant coaches and uh, Hubert Davis, the head coach of uh, North Carolina? Yes. So they blew him off and there was a lot, a lot of talk about that. So this is going to be fun. I'm excited about this.
1: So this is Saturday. We're waiting till Saturday and then uh the championship is going to be what? Usually on Monday, Monday right? It's on Monday. Right. So, so you got Kansas Villanova uh a number 1 versus a number 2 seed yep. and almost identical records. Kansas 32 and 6 on the season, Villanova 30 and 7. That's right. So very very, you know, closely matched. That could be a classic and then you've got North Carolina and Duke who you're right now that you've pointed it out it almost it beggars belief to think that these two have never played in an NCAA tournament before 100%.
11: And by the way, um you know, we're going to have all the games for you on 600 ESPN I'll pass like we always do. So 409 is tip off for the Villanova Kansas game and 649 is tip off of the Duke North Carolina game, but here's what I don't get. Why is the final four on TBS? I mean, those games should be on CBS. CBS. They right. should be on a national television network and not a um, you know a pay service because ultimately you have to pay to get TBS, whether it's satellite cable or whatever. It's not free, so um, or you know any other What's kind the of streaming programming television
1: that CBS is planning on running on Saturday instead of the final four. Why wouldn't you? Well, I mean, why you put got, that on your. I mean, on your flagship, kind of, right? Unless you've got Will Smith and Chris Rockin <laughs> and Octagon. <laughs> yeah. I
11: mean, there's really no reason why you should have anything on that would you take away from those two games. Those are great games. All right. So, And TBS has partnered with CBS. Remember, the tournament always has four channels, okay? Because these are all CBS's channels. You've got TNT. TBS and True TV, along with CBS, airing all the games so you never miss any games. Yeah, but Remember when it comes down
1: you, to this point in the season, they how should do you all not put be it, on
11: network television? hundred
1: and ten percent. But we'll have them for you. Six hundred ESPN El Paso. Follow all the action of uh, the Final Four and then championship. So it's coming down to uh, just three more games for this basketball season to crown a champion this year.
11: And the fact that Duke or North Carolina will play in the national championship—that's great. And if it's you know, and if it's Kansas, even better. Because Bill Self, you know, one of the best coaches in the game today, and it really mm-hmm. would be cool if it was Duke and Kansas, or even North Carolina, Kansas. Give Give Hubert Davis a lot of credit. First year as a head coach in North Carolina, and he's taken his team to the Final Four. That's pretty good.
1: Why you uh, Why you counting Villanova out of this?
4: I know that's true. The Villanova. Villanova I mean, if that's you true. want to talk about the elite, or as Buzz elite, calls them, the Novas. Yeah.
1: If you want to talk the elite, elite, Kansas, North yeah. Carolina, and Duke are just all time. That's basketball powerhouse. There's a few easily more you throw in Kansas. there. Now right. Villanova could beat them. But very, Villanova very is is only a half step if that down. I mean Villanova has a they're a great, a great tradition. They are a great How many of these teams program? are from North Carolina? Where's where is Villanova? Uh I think it's in Philly. Yeah, it's it's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Where and Duke is in North, North Carolina.
11: Chap- yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Duke, I, you got you've got Chapel Hill from North Carolina uh and then Duke is in um oh, where is it um it's Cameron. Uh, where is that? Where is Duke located? Let me think for a second. Hang on, I'll get you that in a minute. I mean, uh, that is in Durham. So you've got Durham, right. North Carolina for Duke. So this Chapel is also Hill for
1: for North Carolina University. So yeah. this is also Bedlam for folks in North Carolina. Hundred percent. Which is your number one basketball state? Let me put it narrow it down for you. North Carolina, mm-hmm. Indiana, mm-hmm. or what could even. Other than those two states, what could make a claim as being Kentucky. the biggest college basketball state?
11: Yeah, Kentucky probably is probably Kentucky. A good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I would say North Carolina, just because the two schools are so good, and North Carolina State's got it traditionally had a pretty you got good Wake program Forest. Too. Yep, you know you got Wake Forest there. But the, the the story was that if you had if you were a basketball player coming out of Indiana in the seventies or eighties, that was always considered like Ooh, the basketball hotbed right. back then.
4: Notre Dame. No. Notre no. Dame's in Indiana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, well they're part of that tradition, Indiana.
1: Yeah. Larry Birds from French Lick. Mhm. The movie <laughs> Hoosiers was gross. set in Indiana. It's just
11: uh, that reminds me. Have you been watching Winning Time? Yes. Or I didn't see last watching. night's episode. Okay. Have you No, not yet. No. I was too busy with the other st-
1: uh, stupidity, the, the, the uh, stuff the, 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 with, the, with the Oscars. B- Well I didn't see last night's episode But they left it on a cliffhanger So Jerry Buss was trying to bring Jerry Tarkanian To replace Jerry West So Mm -hmm. that's a lot of Jerry's right That is a lot of Jerry's And the show made it look like Tarkanian was ready to sign on the dotted line Then his best friend this guy named Vic Weiss Ends up uh, Bumped off by the mob Yeah. So I had to look into So I, I watch these shows That are based on true events this is the one I'd where John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Mm-hmm. Riley plays Jerry Bus. And then I go and check like the what actually happened. You know, like find out mm-hmm. it turns out maybe maybe Tark wasn't gonna take the job and maybe there was an actual offer. And but it definitely makes it look like Tarkanian had a really good friend who was very tied up with the mob in Las Vegas and in LA. What a surprise,
11: right? Yeah. What a surprise. By the Uh, way, uh, subsequently, Jerry Tarkanian spent like a month in the NBA with the San Antonio Spurs. And it was when I was in in college, actually. I covered that.
1: And I mean, I remember when he He arrived... He didn't like it, and he he went right back to where he was comfortable. Well, that's a big part of the the winning time, Mm -hmm. is they're trying to get him to come over and Buzz is like, I'll pay whatever he wants, I'll get him a Rolls Royce, Mm -hmm. whatever it takes, I'll make him the highest paid coach. And Tarkanian was like, I can't beat what I got here. I got it made. So
11: it's interesting, okay? This has nothing to do with winning time, but... Don Haskins, years ago, was courted by Dallas in the ABA in the 60s, right after he won the title, to leave uh, Texas Western and UTEP and jump to the pros and coach, I believe it was the Dallas uh back in the uh, mid to late 60s. This would
1: have been, really? yeah, yes. the ABA was going yes. up against the NBA. Dr. J was their biggest star, probably, mm-hmm. but they had other big stars. They did. They had this all, was you know, the, Artis
11: Gilmore and... Um, yeah, there a was lot of these ones.
1: players were over nine feet tall. If you count the afros that they had back then, <laughs> they <laughs> Wait, did a lot so, of things—the red, white, and blue ball. Yeah, the they red, shot
11: breeze which nobody did in the NBA in those years. So did Haskins consider yeah, it? Yeah, he considered it. They, they—I they, mean, I think he actually had an offer. He
1: might have to had coach th- the team, and he turned it down. Didn't Coach Haskins end up leaving briefly? And I don't think he ever coached a game for for Detroit. a couple of days.
11: That's right. Yeah,
1: just a couple of days. He went up there,
11: didn't like it. Did the press conference. Didn't like the press conference and asked if he could have his job back, and then afterwards just came right back.
1: Right. So yes. this happened probably 70, 71. You're talking about what, Detroit? Yeah, the Detroit job. It was, I think it was
11: right before Vital. So right around between like 71 and 72, something like that.
1: Yeah. Were you with us at our Vegas broadcast where when Tarkanian dropped by and spent like 30 minutes with us? I'm I think sure. I
11: was, yes. Well, I was with you for every Vegas broadcast because you just yeah, walked off of me. Yeah, but there
1: was one. You were busted in your room. You had really gone out drinking with perch sugar the night before to oh, make it my down. God. That might, that might have been the morning. That might have the morning. I set tar-
11: you. I sent you. Do you remember you up Jerry Tarkanian coming by? I, I do brief. I don't remember if I was there for that. I might have See, set you I, up on if, the air. If you'd and gone have been asleep. there, you would have remembered. Yeah. When because
1: I, he came by and he talked. Basically, it was Jerry Tarkanian talking about Donna Haskins for 20 minutes. That's right. Yeah. The night we were with Burt Sugar, that was till four in the morning. And I mean. And you had to set us up like
11: at five. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I think I went, set you up and went right up and went to sleep, and that was it. All right. Thanks, Steve. Hey, one other note, guys. Yep. Greg Heyer the brand-new head coach of New Mexico State basketball. He'll be introduced at a press conference at 4 o'clock today. We'll be having Greg join us on Sports Talk in the 5 o'clock hour. What's his story? Where does he come from? So he comes from—it's interesting. He coached with Chris Jans at Wichita State as an assistant, and then he went to LSU for three years, and then last season he was at Northwest Florida State Junior College as a head coach, and— Took over a six win team. They won the junior college national championship in his first season, and now he is parlaying that into the NMSU job. But from what I've heard, He's kind of like Chris Jans 2.0. Coached with him, same style of play, same type of philosophies. So I, I, I guess if you really want to look at it like that, New Mexico State is trying to keep this as a transition where they have the same, pretty much the same person uh, on the bench, and that's what they're going to. do. Well, that's what Joey's hoped
1: for when you get somebody's assistant or right hand yep. man. You're thinking, well, we're getting a, we're getting the second coming of of Chris Jans. Is well, what and, and
11: James Miller was the associate head coach who was also up for the job. And James had spent four years with Jans, so a lot of people wanted Miller to get it. But his demeanor's a little different. He's not as intense, and maybe not as uh, well, you know, like like Chris is, is intense as intense as it gets, especially during games. Um, and I hear that you know Hire has a lot of the same kind of demeanors, like you'll see with Chris Jans. So it should be pretty interesting. That uh, again. Uh, Greg Heyer is his name, H-E-I-A-R is how you spell his last name, and he is now the new head coach of the Aggies. And when's the uh, the press conference in Four o'clock, him? and we're going to be airing the press conference live to begin sports talk today. So we'll get to hear from NMSU's new hire. That's right. Yeah. Very nicely done. Yeah, I like you, how you did you that. You can use that one if you want. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's a freebie for you, okay?
3: Thank
4: you. Thank All you. right.
0: it's the buzz Adams morning show podcast. Hey, we
1: uh or I guess I did it again. I threw it to Joanna for entertainment. <laughs> she didn't have enough time to get all the entertainment in so
4: no. Yeah, well she so, she had all the entertainment but it wasn't enough for her to I,
1: I didn't leave enough time. All. You know what? I'm going to make this easy for you. What's up? I'm going to give like a tone so you'll know on the air check <laughs> where to, where to edit to <laughs> okay. so you can make it. Okay, sir, are you ready? Just look for this tone. You'll uh-huh. see it. In the waveform, okay? okay. You know what I'm talking about, yes. right? Very good, very convincing. So, you'll be able to find that.
2: Uh, thank you for that. That'll make it so much easier. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> you had a couple other stories, and it looks like a lot of them had to do with the Marvel Universe. So, yep. what else?
2: The Incredible Hulk, the second film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, will be available to stream on HBO Max on April 1st. That is correct. You heard right. I did say the second film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This means it won't be joining the rest of the MCU films on Disney Plus anytime soon. The Incredible Hulk was released in 2008 between Iron Man 1 and 2 and features Edward Norton as Bruce Banner.
1: That one was part of the main thing. Because, like, uh, there's a scene at the end where... uh, is it Tony Stark or is it uh, Samuel, L. Jackson? It's Samuel Jackson? Samuel Jackson, right? Nick Fury approaches Ed Norton, mm-hmm. who is uh, definitely not Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. No, they're they're two people. Yeah, yeah, they're separate people. <laughs> yeah, separate people. That's the one where he fights the Abomination. Did you guys know the Abomination shows up in a scene in Shang Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings?
2: Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that.
1: Well. Abomination shows up, so that's still part of the the main MCU.
2: Yes, it is
1: Iron Man, and then Hulk. Interesting, and then what was the reason? Did Ed Norton ever give a reason? I don't know, for quitting actually. that role because it seems like if you cast somebody, you'd want some kind of commitment from them.
4: I don't think he did a um, maybe uh, multi multi picture deal for that. No. You know how? Oh,
1: perhaps. You know how the Hulk kind of has Mark Ruffalo's face. Yeah. Can you remember in the Ed Norton did, did the Hulk in that one kind of have Ed, Ed Norton's, Norton's
2: face? No, it looked like <laughs> Hulk. Yeah, that's, but
1: they made a good way of describing
2: They it. made the yeah, Hulk look like saying.
4: Mark Ruffalo somehow. But
2: Hulk did not look like Edward Norton. No, he
4: did not. <laughs> um according to uh the cheat com, at the time, um Kevin Feige of Marvel released a statement implying that Norton's departure was in light of their desire to have, according uh, to uh, a report from CBR, an actor who embodies the creativity and collaborative spirit of our other talented cast members. So it sounds like maybe Norton just just wasn't a team player or whatever.
2: Um, All
4: right.
2: Fan favorite Ant-Man character Kurt won't return in Peyton Reed's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania actor David Doss. Malchian has confirmed. Paul Rudd and Evangeline, Evangeline Lilly will reprise their superhero roles in How the third. Michael, Pena? Michael Pena's Luis will feature in the film. Yeah.
4: Well, so, who did that guy play? One uh, of the other dudes the in the van? Goes,
2: you know Baba Yaga? Oh, um, the,
4: yeah, the Russian guy. He yes. He's a very famous character actor. Um He was in Gotham as well.
2: Well, he says that he hasn't been invited back yet, but they are doing reshoots, so there is a good chance that he could come back. Evangeline Lilly's coming back? Yes, she is, but they have shortened her role uh-huh. in the
4: movie. You mean they've made it Smaller. <laughs>
1: Waspier. Um, it gets an- any smaller, it's going to enter the microverse, <laughs> the quantum. The quantum realm. realm. It's not I was the trying microverse. to think what it was called. <laughs> it's the quantum realm. It came to me like the a micro-per. half second late. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Another one of the of Scott's trio of ex-convict friends who will not be appearing. Ti, who played uh, Dave, he's not in the film's cast. While well, it is unconfirmed, reports claim that the reason why the rapper is not coming back is because of all the allegations against him and his wife Tiny for sexual abuse forced ingestion of illegal narcotics what
1: the kidnapping what?
2: false imprisonment intimidation assault and harassment
4: oh my god have you not
2: heard about all these allegations against T.I. and his wife Tiny no
4: but I was just about to mention how I think he's starting to stand-up comedy because I see him in all these Instagram pictures at comedy clubs in LA T.I.? yeah
2: oh he should okay I guess that's what he's doing now. <laughs> but I all right.
4: I always wonder like why he was like at all these comedy clubs, and this kind of explains it. Maybe like he's just looking for something else to do.
2: All <laughs> right, he's deflecting. That's crazy. Well, those
4: sound like very serious, very allegations. serious. Yeah, not yes. a lot of time so to laugh.
2: He won't be in the next Ant Man movie. And finally, Bruce Campbell shared his reaction to not being in Spider-Man No Way Home, jokingly boasting that he was in the good ones of the franchise. <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home marked the third installment in the MCU's Web Slingers franchise, as well as a collision of all the franchises that came before as the doors of the multiverse were broken open.
1: He was in two good ones and one clunker, let's be honest.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, though a few stars ultimately didn't make the return like Campbell, he's now speaking out on his absence while appearing at the Pandemic Tour in. In Atlanta, Bruce Campbell took part in a QA and a with the audience in attendance. When one asked the star his thoughts on Spider-Man No Way Home, Campbell reacted to the f- not being in the film, jokingly saying he was in The Good Ones and said, quote, I have what they call a cameo role, a small, yeah. little role, but sir, that's a pivotal role. If my character wasn't in the movie, this billion dollar franchise <laughs> would be called the human spider. Uh, yeah. I don't like to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, enormously successful.
1: So Bruce Campbell, mm-hmm. you know, who was Ash in the Evil Dead movies, mm-hmm. was the ring announcer in Spider-Man. He was the mm-hmm. ring announcer. Peter wanted to call himself the human spider. He's like, that sucks. You, you're Spider-Man. And then he introduced <laughs> him as <to> Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he was, was
2: the uptight theater attendant in the second.
1: And in the third one, he was the Mater d, d' at French the restaurant. The d' who assists
2: yeah. McGuire's Peter Parker in his failed proposal to marry Jane Watson. The actor's cameos stemmed from his long-standing friendship and working relationship with Raimi that goes all the way back to the Evil Dead, with Campbell making appearances in most of the director's other works. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba.
1: I think we kind of got caught up with the punching that went on last night or the slapping. Uh, Coda won Best Picture at the Academy Awards, Best Animated Feature in Canto. Don't talk about Bruna. Uh-oh. Oh no! They changed that song for the awards. They last did. Day. What? Yeah. They, okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> we don't talk about Jane. Ow. Uh, best director Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. And That gay thing. <laughs> uh, best actor Will Smith for King Richard. We
2: saw that coming?
1: really a vessel for love. Best actress, <laughs> Jessica Chastain, Eyes of a- Tammy Faye. Oh, You know, I you know, really
2: liked the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Th- did,
1: <laughs> do you know if her makeup, uh, if the makeup people won?
2: You know what? I didn't see who won. Best for makeup, makeup and
1: hairstyle, Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, nice. great. Best costuming for Cruella, which is all about cost- oh, costumes. Oh, I did
2: see that one yeah. and the, the winner went up and she was wearing like a really cool outfit.
1: That was either right before or shortly after the I slap. Think I would think it was maybe right before. before. Right. Yeah. yeah. But of course, the thing everybody's talking about is
2: I didn't even the I was slap. so preoccupied with the slap I didn't notice if anybody turned their trophies upside down.
5: Mm-hmm. Good point, hey, Daniel. Uh, I know by the time you hear this, it's not going to be news, but uh, it's still a big story. I uh, I can't believe that Taylor Hawkins is dead. You know, the the drummer from the Foo Fighters, one of the biggest rock and roll drummers gone and uh, I, I'm literally making this call like, just minutes after finding out and uh, you know I hope I'm not a downer this morning but uh, you know my condolences to Taylor his friends and uh, it's it's crazy man I hope you guys have a wonderful morning take care and uh, much love to you all yeah.
1: All right. That is Daniel Paulus, <laughs> our colleague and afternoon drive host. And mm-hmm. I don't know if people know this, but Daniel is a drummer. Yeah. He is. A drummer. I mean, he's like the kind of drummer who can tell you this guy does this really well, and you know, here's what this guy like. He's a real expert on drumming and a ver- very specifically talented Rush, drummer. I believe. Uh, Foo Fighters uh, drummer Taylor Hawkins dead at 50. Uh, There's no official cause of death, but local authorities in Bogota, Colombia, where it happened, say that they found 10 substances, including marijuana, opioids, tricyclic antidepressants, and benzodiazepines. What what does that uh, tell you? Are they going to announce that it was some combination uh, with that many drugs in the system?
4: Oh, yeah, it was an overdose.
1: Um, So Taylor Hawkins passed away. Their last show was a week ago Saturday. Here's kind of a light moment from the last show that the Foo Fighters did and kind of a light moment on stage with Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins.